Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to this is now what the third the third, the third podcast, podcast of the month? in this month. Yeah, we could not. It took us three months to get one, and they're getting three <laughs> in one month. Perfect, it's, because there won't be another one for three months. It's it's the circle of the podcast life. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the ebbs and flows of scheduling. Welcome. Thank you for joining us uh, for this post-E3 edition of the Defend Us podcast. Uh, in my opinion, probably one of their the, probably one of the better years for E3. I don't know. Some people, it's it's been up in the air, but I don't know. I'm, I suppose in some aspects, I'm casual enough that there were some exciting things. Uh, before we get into it, uh, first off, uh, make sure you follow us on our various social media. Twit, no, Twitter? Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> oh, thank God he said Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. Have uh, to censor that if you go at, too far. Yeah, I almost, I almost went right Ooh, into it. said the bad uh, word. At Defend the House uh, on Twitter. And uh, join our Discord. Discord.gg slash Defend the House. Come chat with us. Uh, we're... Did we figure out how we're gonna how we're gonna go about discussing uh, the? We're talking about the conferences list? and the games, and then we're gonna do a top ten list for each of us at the end. Yeah, a rapid fire top ten list at the end from each yeah. of us. Let's go <laughs> chronological order. First conference was mm, EA. EA. Oh, that's a generous way to describe what they had. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking terrible. Yeah, what they, they started. Pre- yeah, what mm, they did ahead. on screen is illegal, I believe, in most states still. <laughs> no, that was probably Square Enix that was fully illegal. Oh, uh, good we'll God. We'll get to them. But uh, EA started with Battlefield Five, and we should talk about Battlefield Five because what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that game got completely shafted at E3. Yeah, poor Battlefield. They were like, they come out, or they, you know, they announce it, what, three weeks ago, and they're like, see more at the E3 show. Yeah. Yes, goodbye. And then they show up at E3, and they're like, Hello, see more at the Microsoft show. And then the Microsoft show had a 56 second long trailer <laughs> yeah. that we'd already seen, and that was it. Yeah. Uh, Pull back. Why? why? Well, yeah, like, it's their marquee release for the year. Just And they didn't show it. Not even any uh, multiplayer footage either. They left that all to the uh, YouTubers. To the influencers. Yes. Yeah, it's probably it so the right annoying. Move, except. EA doesn't really have an excuse because the rest of their lineup wasn't very good, so I don't see what's wrong with, you know, showing five minutes of a multiplayer match. Yeah, like they showed like ten minutes of all their other things. They spent like ten minutes on Battlefront 2. They spent more time on Battlefront 2 than Battlefield 5. They spent much longer on Command and Conquer Rivals than Battlefield 5. Alright, just a sec. Let's, well, let me just quickly we'll get, get to okay, that, so I they, think. They showed FIFA and Madden. Who fucking cares? They showed Unravel 2. Who cares? It looks fine. They showed another indie game that I can't remember the name of. It looked nice. The lady said, lonely people turn to monsters. I beg to differ, but that's okay. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They showed 10 minutes of Battlefront 2. Or no, they didn't. They talked about Battlefront 2 while a 30-second loop played Mm -hmm. for 10 minutes. And they were like, Han Solo, don't you love that guy? He's he's dancing again. Back on the dance. He's in the game. And he's got, yeah. uh, And then they they showed fucking 15 minutes of a Command & Conquer mobile game with shoutcasters. The shoutcasters weren't even enthusiastic about the game. I think the weirdest thing was they didn't (sighs) reveal it was Command & Conquer Rivals to the end. So for 10 minutes you were watching... This unnamed, generic-looking RTS mobile game. And yeah. I get... If they attached the Command & Conquer name to it, at least I could have been like, oh, some people might like this. Maybe. Yeah, I there were a few things know. in there that made it like, 
kind of more obvious that it was Command and Conquer. I've never yeah. played it. Uh, but like if like it was I think there was like a mention of Tiberium or something, which was right. like the main resource. But like I didn't notice that. And yeah, it was just a pretty basic didn't look like doesn't look awful, but like it just looked like a mobile game. Very yeah. uh, inoffensive and bland. Yeah, it's gonna be yeah. your generic build your resource deck and then go PvP and then cool down or pay right now to be completely cooled down and but then why, go battle again. Why shoutcast it? Like, why I, out of the gate go for esports before people even know it exists? And yeah. why give it so much stage time? It's such a, it was so uncomfortably weird. Yeah. It was probably their longest seg- segment, aside from Anthem, which was at the end. FIFA, like, yeah. dude. Wasn't FIFA long? It was, actually. Eh, it was, It was. I mean, it was like 10 minutes. <laughs> it felt like an hour. But it was better than the year where they talked to Pele on the stage for fucking 30 minutes, and everyone was like, who is this guy? I guess he's a soccer player. Uh, um... Yeah, I don't know why they had shoutcasters, and also they weren't even good. Like they weren't, you know, a shoutcaster. Remember last year when <laughs> Jethro Tull was shoutcasting? Uh, what was yeah. that VR game? Darwin Project. Darwin, Darwin Project. Yeah, <laughs> and he was just shouting at the top of his lungs. Yeah. Why did they like, start with the shoutcasting with the announcements? Like I don't even know how the game works yet. Stop it. yelling over it. Yeah. Like you don't watch uh, an esports without knowing what's happening. Otherwise, the commentary yeah. doesn't make any sense. To me, it's yeah. just another, and this is scattered throughout all the conferences, so I'll just say it now so I don't have to say it a thousand times. They are doing a presentation to an audience who does not watch E3. Like, yeah. they're they are trying to, oh, look, like, oh, yeah, and all this fucking shit, yeah. esports and everything, and those people aren't watching E3. I feel like that was definitely a recurring theme. Maybe not for every conference, uh, but for some of them, it was like, hmm. who... Like who is this for? Like, yeah. there's a very specific audience of people <sighs> that are watching E3. Probably. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Always. Um, which is really annoying. We're still making um, the sports games. We're making all the money. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah. Keep buying the stocks. Uh, before we talk about the anthem part, we have. To, I forgot. I didn't write it down, but uh, the EA's conference was like a, a textbook example of just like embarrassing like execution. Like it was just whoever put it together has no sense of. Uh, I don't know how to reveal something yeah. like pacing. Th- like they announced the Battlefield, yeah, and they announced Battlefield Five Royale on the stage at E3, and they were like, "We're doing the thing you all want, Royale." And then they cut to a close-up of just the Battlefield Five logo, and you're like, "All right, it's gonna put they're gonna put Battle Royale on the screen," and then they didn't, and then they cut back to the dude, and he's like. We'll tell you more later. Goodbye. Jesus and Christ. There's like no, like, just putting a logo on the screen goes a long ways to making some sort of impact. And that was epitomized when they cut to lady who hosted it with a microphone yeah. sitting beside Vincent Pella, who is the head of Respawn. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, so you're not showing anything this year. He's like, no, we're not. But we're announcing the game, the name of our Star Wars game. It's called Jedi. Jedi. Reb- Fallen Rebel Outcast? Order? Rebel Outcast? And, and, <laughs> and he says the name and everyone's like, okay. And then you're like, all right, they're going to cut to, you know, a nice logo on the screen. Nope. Yep. That might <laughs> he's be like, it takes- the first ever announcement to not even get a JPEG. Like, ever. I cannot even... <laughs> yeah. Didn't even get a JPEG. Like, that, is, that is pinnacle of poor planning. Uh, when you announce a game and you can't even put out a, a piece of art that like all the news stories can put with their article yeah. right and it's like 
it's so basic. You just even like a piece of concept art. Like yeah. surely they have that. There was more done like, for I thirteen thirteen than there was done for fucking. Mm. This. Yeah, this was literally just him in the audience being like, well, here's our game. It takes place between episode three and four, because of course it does. Yeah. And we'll talk next year. Bye. Remind me, did, was... did Amy Henning's Star Wars get canceled? Oh, yeah. She was yeah. at Visceral, remember? Fuck yeah. no. Dumb I don't know where she is now. They haven't said. Like, she's still, I think she's still in EA somewhere. I don't know what she's doing, though. Mm. Uh, but that was just a, <laughs> that was such a bad, their whole conference was just very, very poorly executed, I would say. Yeah. Because then they did, they did like a twenty-five minute section with Anthem, yeah. which ended up being decent in the end. Yeah, it was a good showcase, I think. Yeah, and they said good things and showed good things, but like the first ten or fifteen minutes of it was them sitting on a stage talking over co- like concept art that was labeled early concept art. When mm-hmm. it's like this game is out in like eight months, like why why are you showing early concept art? It was really weird. But then they eventually. Sh- showed gameplay and that's fine i think the anthem showcase was good but it really lacked uh something really outstanding and new to kind of pinpoint in your memory because when we when they first revealed it the jetpacking movement was like holy shit Mm, and then this showcase while it was a bit more thorough it was still kind of just what i expected it to be and it was Mm. more like uh, a reassurement of my expectations. It was like, this is what you think it's going to be, and it's going to be this. Yeah. And it would have been nice to have like a sneaky surprise, like, oh, whoa, look at this thing. Yeah. And they kind of had yeah. a few big beasties at the end, which is kind of interesting. I like fighting big beasties. Mm-hmm. Showed off the classes, yeah. and the classes looked fun and varied, but there wasn't really uh, like a, a wallpaper moment, which yeah. really stuck yeah. in my head. Yeah, I agree. Um yeah, I think Anthem <clears throat> looks good, and what they showed looked good, and I got much more interested in it after hearing about people having played it, saying it plays real great, yeah. uh, which is exciting to hear. Um, I thought it was a fine showing for Anthem. They said also, like, no loot boxes, mm. only direct buy cosmetics. It's kind of nice to see EA just being, like, fully just like, all right, we're not doing loot boxes, yeah. fuck this. That was one nice we're thing about uh, the E3 this year was it, there was, like, a universal rule that was written quite yeah. quietly. It's like, okay, cosmetics only, and you can just purchase Direct them directly. Yeah. That is the yeah. standard we've decided upon. Everyone's doing that. And it's like, okay. Yeah. And I think that's fine. Like, that's a fine yeah, way to do it. it's like a mutual it. agreement no between the that. gamers and the companies. Like, this mm-hmm. is the compromise. Yeah. We, can, we can just stop here. And everyone's mostly happy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, EA like EA hasn't had a good E three show this entire generation. Yeah. Uh, and there have been there have definitely been worse EA showings. Uh, I remember a couple of years ago when it was just a bunch of games that didn't exist and there was just like all concept art. Uh, but this was, it was a poor way to start E three. Let's say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Especially when it was the only um, one of the day as well. It was kind of like. An annoying yeah. warm-up, which wasn't satisfying in any way. Yeah, yeah, it was just like a bad appetizer. Yes, like, yeah, doesn't, that's it. doesn't make you feel sick or anything. You just eat and you're like, well, I, that was oh. Just makes you really kind of... even more hungry for the main course. You're like, oh mm-hmm. my god, Jesus yeah. Christ. We have to wait so, twenty four hours for it. Yeah. So whatever. EA, who gives a shit? Honestly. Yeah, fuck those guys. Like, like they're just they make their games. I'm sure Anthem. Well, I'm sure Battlefield will be fine. Anthem, like who knows? Maybe it'll be great. Maybe it'll be bad. I hope it'll be good. It looks good. But mm-hmm. I did really enjoy the intern who came out on stage who was forced to talk about Battlefront 2 and he looked really <sighs> dead behind the eyes. It was really that fun poor for guy. me. 
I could see fear, like, in his face. That was... I, that was crazy. Yeah. I can't believe they spent more time on Battlefront 2 than Battlefield 5. Can't believe they even talked about it. Yeah. Just being like, please Jesus. come back to our game. Please. It's it's not completely terrible now. We swear. Please. We're sorry. Uh, yeah, no thanks. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't need I'm to play okay. that game ever again. Never. Um, Microsoft. Well, th- thank God for Sunday because, you know, part of me wishes my- Microsoft's show was the last show of the entire season like you know of the of the e3 yeah that i wish it was like nintendo and then microsoft on tuesday because it would be sort of nice to like end on the high note um yes anyways the high, microsoft the show note of the last like two or three years yeah microsoft show was uh <laughs> the one that everyone had their eyeballs on right like going in yeah i feel like that's sort of been the case for a while but this year more than ever i don't know I think it, a lot of it was due to like God of War coming out pretty recently and being so good and all of their, you know, all the other Sony first party, just like everyone was looking at Microsoft being like, what are you guys You guys got anything doing? over there? <laughs> yeah. You got any of those um, games over there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they, yeah, everyone went in and be like, this is the show that they need to fucking nail. Hmm. Uh and uh, they did. Yeah, they, <laughs> turns they out. just went and they just bought everyone else's announcements. And it ended up being a really fun show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which maybe compromised some uh, other shows, which we'll get to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Microsoft did a lot of buying of things. <laughs> they <say>. really did. <laughs> um, they they started with a teaser trailer of, of a game engine or something. And it didn't look familiar and then it turned out to be halo mm. 6 yeah. not called halo 6 um which was cool i thought Pro- probably uh, for the best yeah great way to do it yes it was a good way to do it yeah yeah you go even re-watching that trailer knowing it's halo there's i mean there's a few little things that stand out like oh okay this does look like halo and there's a lot of uh circular images in that trailer as well mm-hmm. uh when you notice it but that was a good uh, tease, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for... I I personally could have done with a bit more after four and yeah. five being mostly just good, good games. I was kind of n- not that thrilled to just have a teaser for the next Halo. I would have liked a little bit of a little bit of information. I think we all knew that Halo was coming back anyway, so I would have just yeah. liked maybe to know what the format was. But it's always nice to see that it looks different. I think that's a fun way to build up some interest. Yeah, like they could have easily just made Halo 6, Mm. just call it Halo 6, make it like, you know, in three years and just finish off whatever whatever story they're telling, keep all the movement and the weird art style and all that stuff. Like they could have pretty easily made that and then taken a long time and rethought about Halo. But I think it's cool that they're taking what is essentially Halo 6 and be like, nah, this is the game that we're going to really rethink things. Yeah, Uh, yeah. Because I I don't think that game is next year. That's probably 2020 game. Yeah, I agree. Um, and that would be like, that would be five years between a mainline Halo release, and mm, that would be crazy. Yeah. Like that's a long time. Is that the long? And, would that uh, be the longest? Oh oh, by far. Yeah yeah. yeah. They've been on a pretty tight three year schedule for a long time. Yeah. Uh, it was a good. I, I I I the more I think about it, the more I like that trailer. Like the trailer is fine, but like mm-hmm. just the the art style the the mood the looks great completely when the water washed yeah, up on that beach great. i was like this yeah. shit looks wild <clears throat> yeah and just like you know that is mostly unrecognizable as halo until yeah. right at the end um 
I look forward to seeing what they do with that. Yeah. It's, uh, Halo is important for some people, including myself yeah. uh, still. And I, I am curious. I'll always be curious what they do with Halo. And they, they definitely needed to do something after 5, I would say. It was, you know... 5 is a good game, I think, but... Yeah. Uh, was sort of in the wrong direction in a lot of ways. It was way too, no, I, way too, um, a little too broy, little too broy, little too uh, like shallow lore yeah. base. Like they threw just in a lot of stuff that I just didn't feel thought out. I don't know. It, yeah. They really, they really tried to make it something, and it was just very obviously not very good in a story like main storyline sense with all the the meat on it. And I don't know. It just felt weird. Yeah. It just felt weird. It's probably it, the best yeah. part of it, yeah. I, yeah. I, I also think that, like, it's going to be sad if we lose all of Halo 5's movement stuff for 6, mm. because I would presume we are, considering the suit uh, is changing. Like, yeah. it looks like an old suit. Um, that would be kind of a bummer, because they spent, like, a very long time getting all the modes to work for Halo 5's movements, and then to be like, ah, oh, we're going to throw it all out again. Yeah. Uh, but, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, Halo. Surprise, surprise! They're making another Halo game. I, who would have ever thought? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was next? The, the From Software game. The first of the many trailers that were gobbled up because Sony wasn't having a normal show mm-hmm. and yeah. no one was on their stage. Um, From Software's Dang. next game, published by Activision. Yeah, that was yeah. really Very weird. Fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Even Dean said That's... we watched the conference together, and he was like. Activision, really? Yeah. Like, yeah, that's fuck wild. It is, yeah, because like you know they don't do much. They've got Blizzard and all of Blizzard's games, and then they've got Call of Duty and Destiny, and like that's it. That's all they need. And then you know like Crash, I guess. Did was they them, right? did like, they announce the platforms this was coming out on? Yeah, the usual PS4, PC, Xbox. I think yeah, PC is PC, not that I'm, normal sometimes. Yeah, that's why I'm not sure about PC. I would presume it's out on all three. It says Windows. Uh, yeah, Ooh. I pres- I presume like Dark Souls. You know, it's out on all all the all the platforms. Does that mean that we're gonna see this game in BattleNet? Probably not. No, okay. Is there multiplayer? Of this I think game? that I think not- BattleNet is reserved for the mega Activision franchises. Okay, but maybe. You never know. Yeah, I, mean, no I think it would be weird if, if they did that, though. If it has multiplayer, then then yeah, I would imagine it would be on Battle.net. It, I feel like they're trusting. Have, yeah, they're trusting all their online infrastructure on. Like they're they're definitely leaning that way, which is great yeah. and smart, and which is what they should do. So, it's a good question. I, I wonder. Yeah, but um, yeah, that game that game looks really good. I think yeah. there was a worrying amount of ancient Japanese games and settings going on. <laughs> I hope I don't yeah. get uh, burnt out on the Japanese setting. Yeah. This one definitely looks like the fastest yes. one. Yes, which yes is, I love like, mobile from software games. The speed yeah. looks cool. Yeah. yeah, like that's the one thing I took away from it was like, holy shit, oh. like, traversing that landscape so quickly and jumping and like just yes. so such a pivot from the Souls games, which is great. But oh, Blood Bomb is yeah. pretty fast. Yeah. Pretty far. Yeah, oh, but you yeah. didn't have like mobility. Oh no, you know? no, no, no! Yeah, it was, like the height, the jumps. And, yeah, it was. Yeah. It was cool to see. Um, it sounds different. Like it's not an RPG. It's an. They've said it's an like an action adventure game. So I don't know if that means it's like a linear. Uh, I don't know if I would say any of them are really that RPG, except for the skill tree. Yeah, are they saying that's like, gone? That it sounds like that doesn't exist what? in this, which is weird. Uh, I don't believe that. 
yeah, I don't know. They didn't say much about it, but they, you know, there was that trailer. The combat looked good. The yeah. movement looked good. Just fun to see from uh, spreading their wings and trying out different settings. I'd kind yeah. of like it if there wasn't like a Bloodborne 2 or a Shadows Die twice again 2. I would like it if they just were like, I'm going to try this setting. I'm going to try this type of art. Uh, work and just see what they can I'm do. I'm glad it's not just another Souls game as well. Yeah. Or, you know, it's clearly got learnings from those games, obviously, <clears> but like it sounds like it's not another one of those, which is good. Yeah, uh, because they the made format a lot of those. <laughs> is really starting to be copied by a lot of other people. It's kind of, yeah. you know, it's his own genre now, the Souls-like genre. So if they're going to stay at the top of it, it's probably time they start to innovate a little bit and show the other, the other people how it's done. Yeah. They've been making weird games for a very long time, so mm-hmm. they should continue making weird games that aren't the Souls games. Yeah. Because I would say they pretty much mastered those, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like, several times. Yeah. Um, Forza Horizon 4, set in the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. or, or maybe it's just Britain. I don't know what the... What the it would be, it'll be what just the breakdown is. the UK. Is, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I guess so. Probably. Yeah. Britain is like the mainland, right? Like the main island. Yeah, well, and Northern Ireland. And then like there's one part of right. Ireland which isn't it. It's weird. I don't know. Just, I just call it the UK. So it's not in... Uh, so I don't think you can go to Ireland. Anyways, whatever. Who, it's the UK. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, I'm the only one that has played those games. Forza Horizon 3 is a fucking amazing game. And this looks really, really good. Yeah. Uh, I, would, I think I would try it because on Game Pass. And, sure, you yeah. know, I've got my new nice monitor. And I just want to flex it and just see how this game looks. Yeah, it'll, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to giving it a go. Mm. Yeah. It, the setting looks great. They have seasons now, and uh, it looks like they have some some more, like, seamless multiplayer stuff hooked into it, even though you can just play offline like normal. Mm. Uh, yeah. I like I that just, they... Um, sorry, go on, because I'm segueing a little bit. Okay. I, it, it just looked great. And uh, it was also the first of quite a few games that um, seems like it's built for... Like, they built it for the X and then scaled down. You know, they'll scale down for the Xbox normal. The Xbox. Uh, sounds like a lot of games are doing that now where it's like, we're building this for the PS4 Pro or the Xbox One X, and then we're scaling it down mm-hmm. to, That's the way to do it. run on the... Yeah, instead of, like, the last year or two, mainly because those games are already deep in development, it was like, yeah, we're going to scale... You know, we're going to run it at, like, you know, fake 4K, and that'll be the only improvement we between the two uh like all of sony's stuff was on the ps4 pro so it's kind of nice to see them now developing for that first and then scaling back for the other consoles as someone that owns both of those uh make the best looking game possible uh and there were a lot of those at the c3 mm-hmm. what, what were you gonna say joe i'm just gonna say that in the show they were pushing and supporting game pass a lot their little talk mm-hmm. yeah. about it which i'm very very happy to see because that thing is really starting to turn into something quite tasty Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it would be really, really smart if they eventually just rolled it into the Xbox Live subscription, mm. uh, gold subscription. Oof. You know, yeah. If they made gold like ten bucks more a year or something, and and just roll Game Pass into or it, like, or just like a gold, like, like gold a, isn't very useful yeah. really. Like it's if there was gold and then gold pass, like lower the price of gold, like for online play to like maybe forty dollars a year, and then yeah. gold pass be the seventy dollar a year where you get multiplayer. Online multiplayer and Game Pass. I think yeah. that might be a viable option because paying sixty bucks a year for online play now—it's so dumb. Especially dumb. on the Xbox, like yeah. I don't know. Especially when you can play yeah. it on for free on PC. Like, 
Yeah, that's what's weird is like all like Sea of Thieves, you need gold to play it on the Xbox, but you don't need it to play it on the PC. Yeah. Uh, or and you don't even need it to play on the PC with other people on the Xbox. Yeah. Like it's yeah, gold even PS Plus as well, it just sort of seem increasingly yeah. irrelevant. It's just mm-hmm. such a- like you, you get your two like three year old games a month, but like I don't I don't really care about any of those things. No. Like eh, I like them every now and then. Sure, yeah, yeah. Like, on occasion, there's something good. Uh, but for the most part, I don't know. I feel like they're sort of irrelevant. But I'm sure they are extremely important for paying for the server infrastructure for those consoles. It's probably good uh, for business. Like, you chuck out, like, yeah, Ratchet yeah. and Clank on PSN+, and then people play it, brings more people into the yeah. franchise for when it comes out in the future, yada, yada. Yeah, sure that's that what they were saying with Game Pass, is that it's been... It sounds like it's been very successful, which is cool uh, because it's a good it's a good idea. I would, if Sony had the same thing, not that they ever would or have any reason to ever do this, uh, at least right now. If there was like, hey, all of our games are on uh, Game Pass for PlayStation, you know, play God of War, and mm-hmm. but they, you know, that game sold like five million units in like the first week. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they need Game Pass, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, they they pushed Game Pass hard throughout the whole show, and that was cool. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? Lots they showed sense. Metro Metro Exodus. Still uh, looking good. Yeah. yeah. There's also like a full 20 minute long gameplay like demo walkthrough on their YouTube channel. Yeah. On looks, the Metro channel, which so is really good. good. Yeah. <clears throat> that game looks excellent. It is. Oh yeah, Anthem. So far, Anthem Metro Exodus, the two two of several games coming out February 22nd. Yes. Uh, February 22nd. Boy oh boy. Oh, and Days Gone. Two. That's so we've got three so far coming out February 22nd. Isn't cra- cra- Crackdown 3 confirmed to be February 22nd? Yeah, that was going to be the next thing. Ah, gotcha, crack- gotcha. They showed Crackdown 3 and it's coming out February 22nd. Wow. In case Crackdown 3 <sighs> needed any more things to deal with. Yeah. Good luck with I that. could not give less less of a shit about Crackdown 3. Yeah. It doesn't look terrible or anything. It just looks like... So uninspired you know. compared to the rest of the games. Like, I feel like gaming right now, everyone's trying. Everyone's really yeah. trying new things. We had some, like, sleeper years where everyone was just sitting on the FPS genre. And now people are starting to experiment. Because the people who find the, the new trends are really starting to reap the rewards. So I'm really enjoying the lineup of games that we've got coming out because they're varied. And then there's stuff like Crackdown. It's like, oh, right. Which, like, this is also the fourth year... yeah that like they announced it in e3 2014 and it's 2018 now it's not going to ship until 2019 it's like we'll have heard about crackdown for fucking five years Mm. and it's going to come out and at best it's probably going to be fine yeah like uh i just i'm glad they i'm i'm kind of glad they just sort of glossed over crackdown they're like here's a minute long trailer okay it's coming out february goodbye next uh because just it just doesn't look interesting at all it's got to be hard knowing it's so far beyond that you know it's not going to make its money back like it's just been yeah i don't so long in development that they're paying wages then that game is just not going to make its money back yeah also like uh, crackdown is not that important to people like i i don't get it like crackdown you know came out with the halo 3 beta and that's why people bought crackdown and then they the beta ended and they were like oh this crackdown game's all right and then they made a sequel and it was like oh this not this isn't so good mm-hmm. and now it's been like <laughs> 10 years since crackdown 2 and it's like crackdown is not some sort of main staple no. like it just shows yeah. how weak their first party yeah, it's lineup not, is it's, not, it's, it's like, not a blue chip for them 
No, it's like we've got uh, Halo and Forza and Gears and uh, uh, what's another? Uh, ooh, uh, how about another Crackdown? I guess that's the only other IP we have mm. that people recognize. And not, not Banjo Kazooie for whatever fucking reason that actually has <sighs> like heart and like uh, nostalgia. Yeah. Except well, Sea of Thieves is out. So there's got to be some people left at Rare to make something else. Yeah. They wouldn't everyone. make it nuts and bolts too, so I don't give a shit. <laughs> it would it would be like a normal banjo game, which is nah, nah, nah. not interesting. <sighs> they need to put out Xbox One X enhancements for banjo kazooie nuts and bolts. Yeah, it's just uh, I'd actually play that. Phil, Phil, get on it, dude. Um, Devil May Cry Five. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. It looked it looked pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a sequel to the Ninja Theory game, which is weird. Yes, that was confusing because it was five, <laughs> so it's in the direct, yeah. the main series, but it looks like a sequel to Devil May Cry. Which was like yeah. a reboot? Yeah, it was a reboot. Extension. And lots of DMC fans hated because it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> Just because it was a different Dante. But then if you play to the end, it kind of comes full circle. Ooh, spoilers. His hair goes white. Um, that's the that's the full circle thing. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, and that's him in the, the yeah. trailer. I swear, but I guess <laughs> not. I don't know. Whatever. No, it's um. What's the other? It's not Dante. It's uh. Oh, I can't remember his I, name. I don't know. I don't. know. Whatever. Who cares? It's DMC. Whatever. I'll play it's, it. They're fun. It just looks like a stylish action game. Yeah. Uh, they showed forty-five minutes of the Division Two. Ugh. <laughs> yep. I don't think I'm going to pick I that just, game up unless we get a free copy. I liked The Division, but like... And they're really just finding innovative ways to make you not want Division 2, aren't they? <laughs> it just looks identical to yeah. the first game. Yeah. Um, I mean, the games are pretty, but, so if we get a code, I'll probably walk around in it yeah, for a bit. But it could have been fucking DLC. Like, just make it, just make it DLC. Like, don't do this again. I just, like I said in the chat like last week, it's like, this is going to be after Destiny 2 Forsaken and after Anthem. And yeah. those are, you know, cool sci-fi games. I don't know if I'm going to have it in me, like, to play more of The Division. The Division worked because it came out, like, seven months after Destiny shipped, and it was like, hey, this is still, like, a new thing. Yeah. And really The Division the... has a nice... Yeah. yeah. It's got a nice setting. It's It's, the shooting's good, but, like, you know, that game was fun for until you hit level 30, and then I basically never played it again. And I, I, every time I, I tried like, to go back to it, I'm kind of like, eh, I feel like these lifestyle games need to figure out a better <laughs> format than just making sequels, which doesn't really work. Like, why would I play The Division 1 if you're, if they're just going to, everyone's just going to move to a second game? Like, is The Division 1 just worthless now? Who's going to play this game? Well,. So that's what's interesting. Anthem, they've said like they might just make only one game and support it. That for a makes long that time. makes yeah, sense to me. Well, yeah, like that's just it. Like, but it yeah, it also sounds like they might be doing that with the Division Two. Like you could have done the Division like, Two point instead, and it's basically a completely revamped game merged with the first game. So if you buy Division Two point you get Division One and a whole new game, but together. Yeah, having a hard time. I think. Uh, Good. I I think it sounds like they're going to try and support the Division Two for a very long time. Um. And I think part of it is it sort of reminds me of like the Destiny situation where like the first game was good, but like they kind of needed to re try it all again and like rebuild their like core foundation a bit for long term support. Mm. And of course, with Destiny's uh, that's another conversation. But with the Division, it sounds like 
they want to do like what they've done with Rainbow Six and For Honor, which is support the game for a long time mm. because they struggled a lot with the Division One post-release. A lot of their post-release content was a bit of a mess. Um, so it sounds like, I think in theory, they might be trying to like make the Division Two a thing that they support and not put a sequel out in two years. Because I agree, it's a it's a very bad way of doing it. Yeah. Uh, like after watching the the Warframe no clip, like just support your base game like mm-hmm. find a way to leave hooks in there so you can easily like build upon that really great base and uh and then just put out content put out art like yeah. just like yeah like develop it in a flexible enough way that you can enhance it over time and like make those fucking either subscription-based fees or microtransactions or season pass i don't give a fuck like just don't yeah. don't charge me a full price for the same game and for me to abandon my character I worked on in a, essentially what is the same game. Yeah, Yeah, I wonder. I don't know if they've said what is carrying over. That would be... But yeah, you can't I really carry your stuff like, over, otherwise you can't do the early missions in the game unless they scale up, yeah. I guess. I or they know. scale it all, yeah. I would presume they're ditching the, la- the yeah. characters from the first I doubt game. you went um, from New York to Washington in a fucking <clears throat> infested United States of America. So present-day um, United States. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But Ubisoft has a, has proven over the last couple of years that they are sticking with their games, right? Except for the Division. But like, you know, Rainbow Six, For Honor, and even like Assassin's Creed, yeah. like the amount of support they put out for that is really cool. So I would hope that they put the Division 2 out and like don't ship a sequel for like four years or something. Uh, that would be ideal. That is what they should do with Destiny as well, but they're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the big news in terms of like I don't know, brand, was that they have... Microsoft has bought four uh, studios. I think it's five. <laughs> five. And I it was five. They, they bought four and created a new oh, one. Oh, that's from, right. Yeah. So they made a new studio and put it in Santa Monica, which um, I was reading about why people, like, put studios in cities. Like, Montreal in Canada has, like, you know, 15 different game dev studios. And it's because... You put your studio where there are other studios so that you get cross-pollination, so that one person leaves a project, they join your studio, you right. know, and bring their skills over. Um, Santa Monica has all of the Sony first party. They have That's where Sony Santa Monica is, God of War. That's where they have uh, Naughty Dog. That's where they have Insomniac. Like, that's where, like, all of the big boys are. Is Japan uh, studio so, there? I think Japan studio is there, too. Not in Japan. No, I'm pretty sure they're in Japan. Dota, or, Dota, or they have... What? <laughs> <laughs> Good. But yeah, uh, it sounds like a, a logical spot to put a game studio that mo- that they want to have making first-party games. Um, they bought Playground Games, which is a force of people, which I think everyone sort of thought they already owned them, yep. but that's fine. They do now. Uh, they're a very good dev. Uh, they bought the people that made State of Decay, which... I think maybe once you give them a bigger budget, they might be able to make something better than State of Decay. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. They bought the people that are making We Happy Few, which I, again, like maybe with a big budget, they'll be able to do something cool. I, you know, I don't really know. They don't have much of a track record. Uh, Playground, State of Decay. And then they bought Ninja Theory. Which is the most exciting, I would say, of the of the lot uh, by a lot by quite a, a margin. That was like a good for them type moment. Yeah, that's a good studio. 
they work hard. They're sort of scrappy, kind of like always been a sort of on the brink of collapse, sounds like, mm. financially. Yeah. Because mm. their games have never been huge successes. So uh, I would love to see what that studio does with a big Microsoft budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a cool thing. Like, uh, you know, they we're not going to see those anything from those acquisitions for probably like two to four years or two to three years, you know. Maybe we'll see Fable announced next year from Playground, but I think they, that was those more of like a next gen, next Xbox. Yeah. We're going to have loads of stuff type announcement. <clears throat> yeah, that was... it was a good like investment in the long term, like potential future of Xbox. Yeah, yeah. they even like, name cause... dropped the next Xbox. Well, not the title, but you know what I mean. They dropped the the existence yeah. of it being engineered. That was part of that was one of the weird things about this E3 is that it sort of felt like next gen was sort of looming yeah. a lot of the times without it ever actually really being acknowledged uh yeah phil spencer said our r&d team is deep in the development of the next xboxes Ooh. um which is they have a code name out now it's scarlet is oh the really next xbox. i didn't know that um yeah which is interesting like I could see them shipping a next Xbox like early 2020 to get like well ahead of Sony, which yeah. would be interesting. Um, it would be interesting if they were staggered. That would be interesting, actually. Yeah, like staggered out by like six or eight months or yeah. something, um, which is what it was for the 360 and the PS3, right? Like, yes. The original Xbox was a failure. Microsoft shipped the 360 early, and uh, Sony was a year later. Um, it's that time of the generation, I would say. Mm -hmm. You know, the mm -hmm. rumblings are beginning. We'll, it'll be much more clear next fall what's happening, and then we'll we'll be probably playing new consoles by 2020. Uh, I'm down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there were also a few games this this E3 where you're like, eh, I don't know about this shipping on this generation, <laughs> or straight up saying, yo, this is not out on this gen, uh, like with Bethesda stuff. Yeah. Um, moving on to my favorite part of all of E3. There was a rumor a week or two ago that there were going to be fucking three Gears of War games announced yeah, yeah, yeah. at this E3, and everyone was like, all right, Polygon, what are you smoking? And then they announced three three oh, Gears of man. War games at this E3 without three. without laughing about it. Yep. Um, Gears of War Funko Pop mobile game, which is... I can't believe that's real. It was a very um, weird way to start off the Gears block as yeah. well. It was almost yeah. like a bait and switch. They're like, ah, it's it Gears was, 5? Yeah. No, it's Funko Pop. It's they like, should uh, really have put that in the middle. It's kind of like the, the the tension reliever sandwich where it's like, oh, here's a serious new Gears game. And it's like, oh, and then there's this little meme. And then, I, oh, yeah, Gears 5. I like the way they did it. They start out with a big meme. Everyone's like, oh, fuck. And then they sort of <laughs> ramp it back up to being like, oh, the thing you care about. Um it's hilarious. Is Tactics XCOM? Yes. Okay. So yeah, Gears of War Tactics. It's an XCOM game. Cool. Mm -hmm. uh, sure. It's only out on. They're only making it for PC, which is neat. Fucking. Yeah. I, um, hope, so I hope it's fifteen dollars. <clears throat> uh, don't hold your breath. No, <laughs> no I won't. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Whatever. You know why not? Like, XCOM is a good game. Um. Gears is reasonably suited towards that, I would say. Yeah. Uh, it looked fine. Like, you know, looked like an XCOM game. Uh, and then they announced Gears 5, not called Gears of War anymore. They just called it Gears 5. Yep. Um, don't, they don't want to be associated with GOW anymore, I would say. Uh, yeah, I yeah. can't blame them. That's true. That's true. Yeah. 
Apparently they wanted to do that with four, but Microsoft was like, nah. And but I guess the developers won this one. Um, you know, when they put that, when they said Gears Five, I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I care about Gears of War at all. But then they showed it, and uh, I, yeah, I liked sure. it. Uh, yeah, I did too. Actually, I was like, I think it's really neat that they're that they are switching to what's her name, the lady as a as a the main playable character, Kate? Kate. Which I don't know. I associate Gears of War with like this hyper macho, mm. like extreme masculinity stuff yeah. as a series, and I think it's cool that they're being like, now nah, you're playing as a lady now yeah. uh, for Gears Five, and from a story perspective as well, that's interesting because Four set up some something really interesting right at the end of four and it was like okay you pretty much have to have it be her story and they're doing that which is cool um you know it kind of looks like gears of war uh, a little bit eh? <laughs> a little bit but i think ben mentioned this somewhere along <clears throat> the way that there wasn't many small games being announced so when we got stuff like gears 5 i was like yeah i'm still yeah, down well, for the eight hour some... linear fps yeah. games yeah. or third yeah. person shooter games yeah there were a lot of very big open world games this year. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, that that's probably next fall, I would imagine. Um, I'll take it. Look, yeah, looked re- yeah. looked really close. Like I'll be honest, like even though it's a trailer, right? But it looked really close to being done. Like it looked. I agree. Mm. Yeah, could when we were spring. watching, I was like, like could be it sp- could be spring. That would be interesting. Yeah. yeah, if they ship that in the spring and then you know Halo next fall, that yeah, I could see them maybe doing that. Um, yeah. Kind of have a Halo. Yeah, when show we were watching, E3 and then kind of just surprise drop it September yeah. twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. Like, that that'd be cool. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll see. Um, I, I remember when we were watching that trailer, um, I think I said to Joe, like, that'd be cool if this was this year. Because I thought the same thing, Ben. I was like, this looks like a very Dumb complete, game, yeah. like, polished game. But, I mean, you know, it's hard. It's just a trailer, obviously. Yeah. But, uh, I guess yeah. not, like, a lot, besides new uh, beasts or new mutations enemies. or whatever uh, comes yeah. to the enemies, like, Gears is kind of done. It's the most... Uh, accessible game as far as bringing it forward because it runs on does it run on it must it still runs on unreal oh yeah 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 so like it's yeah, the yeah. easiest game to just keep polishing up year over yeah. year i so. wonder if they're doing anything new with the gameplay but like you know there, there's a little bit of melee stuff and yeah. some interesting looking enemies like the robots have been the ice ice the ice uh like sled the skiff thing yeah, yeah, yeah that, that really looks cool. neat yeah yeah, they're always they're very fun. cinematic um, and exciting. Yeah, they find really yeah. cool ways to make to to add something different to it instead of just run, yeah. take cover, shoot. Like when I yeah. saw the ice skiff, I was like, "Shit, that's a like we're going to ice." That's yeah. Four, four had some fun set pieces. Yeah, and they also showed like the jungle as well, like in her tomb raiding, like yeah. carabining down into a cave. Like, yeah, uh, Gears Four was surprisingly well written. I would say. Yeah, I liked it. Um, it had a good sense of fun, and then there were some <clears throat> interesting story hooks. So, yeah, I don't know. Like like I said, when they put the logo up, I was like, Ugh. But then by the end of it, I, I thought, yeah, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. I'll play that next year. Um, I would say th- then there was uh, Dying Light 2, which yeah, was... Yeah, that was a fun... Quite a surprise, I think. I know it was rumored, but yeah. I, it slipped my mind completely. Yeah, that was one of those things where it was like, you know, a month ago it seemed like very obvious that it was... Well, not very obvious, but it seemed pretty obvious that it was going to be at E3 because they're they did their extra year of DLC. It just ended. They haven't, you know, that game's like three years old now. Uh, three years, yeah. 
And so when they showed that trailer without seeing what it was, we were like, what is this? This looks nice. And then they showed the black light. It was funny. And you were just like, oh, Dying Light 2. And then it was Dying Light 2. <laughs> yeah, it um, was. And, uh, and then they brought out Chris Avalone, who's like a very, very smart, very good writer. And he's like, yo, I'm the lead narrative designer of this game. We're doing crazy shit with the narrative and consequence. And that's neat. I thought that it looked really cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was very surprised by by what they showed and what they talked about and uh yeah i i really liked what they showed off yeah that. i really like the change of format where it's it's yes. humans during the day and then the zombies come out at night i think that's a fun way to do it Mm-hmm. yeah sounds like it's been did you play all of the following dlc joe yeah did you yeah i think there were two endings for that one of them is you get infected and escape into the into the off of like the island or whatever into the rest of the world and they clearly went with that ending because it's been it's basically full-blown post-apocalypse now yeah uh, yeah i was uh really surprised by that partially because i forgot it was going to be there but mainly because what they showed looks awesome yeah uh, looks like you can uh, work on the city overall it changes and levels up as you go through the game that's cool yeah i like the franchise a lot yeah it down. does that's uh Dying Light was a very good game. Oh, I love that, I I think, love that game. You know, had some issues, but like for the most part was extremely good. Yeah, uh, I played a lot of it. So if they're if they're focusing on like upping their narrative quality, which was probably the biggest drawback of the first game, then that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> yeah, uh, is there anything else aside from the big boy at the end that um, I'm forgetting? I mean, we didn't mention the stuff that they stole from Square Enix, but maybe save that for Square Enix because they stole half right. their show. Yeah, I mean, the majority of Microsoft's <laughs> show was. Hey, we bought these trailers from people, yeah. right? Because, because mainly because Sony was not doing a normal show where a lot of these games you feel like DMC and Neo or not Neo, um, DMC and From Software's game, like those feel like very Sony games. But mm-hmm. Sony wasn't interested, so yeah, it was a primarily a, f- a third party trailer showcase. Yeah, to the which point, is fine, to the point where it was slightly weird, like seeing Todd Howard come on and talk about Fallout 76 was the oh, weirdest yeah, that one. that was weird. Because it was like yeah. a couple of hours away from Bethesda. Yeah. So, yeah, he literally came out and was like, hey, we're going to have a show in like three hours. Come watch that. Uh, you can even tell at the beginning it was a little bit awkward the way he was trying to explain it and everyone's like, this still doesn't make any sense except for that well, you've been did, paid to do this. He, yeah, he didn't really get too into it. He was just like, here's a gameplay trailer. Mm-hmm. And then he didn't really yeah. get too much into it after that, which made a lot of sense come Bethesda's conference when <laughs> he explained what 76 is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so then the, Phil Spencer was saying, thanks for coming. Uh, have a great E3. And then they did the thing that I've always wanted, which is they <laughs> fucking take over the end speech. Oh, and- yeah hacked the screen and then like did this like minute and a half long cock tease of like cd and you're like all right it's probably cyberpunk and then there's like a logo that looked a lot like the dead sec logo yeah, it did. in ascii font and i was like oh fuck it's watchdogs yeah. joe said it's watchdogs and i was like oh no and <laughs> like, then they in, were like in retrospect there's no way in hell it would have been watchdogs but because we've yeah. been waiting so long for cyberpunk there was still the element of like disbelief that it was ever going to be shown Yes, and you know there were lots of rumblings leading up to it as well that were like we're probably going to see cyberpunk in some form, yes. right? you know. Uh, and then the the red comes up and you're like, all right, it has to be cyberpunk. They wouldn't fuck with us like this. Yeah. And then they show the cyberpunk trailer. Um, one of I would say for me, 
one of, maybe my favorite game reveal ever because of the amount of time it's been. It's been six years since they announced Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, it, that was enhanced by the fact that the trailer was fucking amazing. It was amazing, yeah. I, I, I think I don't think a studio's ever gone from showing us nothing to showing us so much. Even though it wasn't gameplay, the amount of world they showed was like... It's like whiplash from how long so, we've been waiting for Cyberpunk. So much yeah. flavor. So much flavor in that trailer. Yeah. I was looking at dates. I thought they had announced Cyberpunk in 2013, but it was 2012. Ah. Christ. Think about that. Like, that was before Halo 4 shipped. That was before the current generation consoles had even really been announced or thought about. Yeah, uh, six, like, six years. That was a long time ago. I remember watching them announce that because I was a Witcher 2 fan. And I was like, what's this they're announcing? Cyberpunk. I'm like, I don't know anything about that. And it's like, all right, cool, whatever. And then, you know, it's just sort of grown and grown for six, six fucking years. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a hell of a trailer. And um, probably listen to that song probably 60 times now. It's a good point. song. It is a good song. I've watched that trailer quite a few times as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was like Mad Max Fury Road and blade runner ish sort of combining yeah uh, it was just so bright as well i couldn't believe how vibrant it was i really had a dark image in my head i don't know why i had a yeah. weird noir theme going well, there was on that, in my imagination yeah, blade runner really and like, there was a teaser they put out like five years ago that mm-hmm. yes that, that was dark yeah yeah um this very much looks like it understands the importance of the punk part of cyberpunk because uh, this that is lost a lot in games like Deus Ex. There's not really any punk attitude in Deus Ex, uh, or and certainly not Blade Runner. Uh, this is like, hey, we got the cyber, but we also got a hell of a lot of punk mm-hmm. in this, uh, which is cool. And yeah. I, um, I think what was more exciting is that it was followed up by behind closed doors demos for the press and everyone was just shitting their pants in amazement. And I was like, oh, you bastards. Yeah. 50 minute long gameplay demo um and everyone and really just shook everyone was yeah it really was the most i've ever heard people in the press be this excited about a game demo really that i in a, that i can remember ever honestly like uh, yeah especially because it sounds like a real video game like what they were showing was sort of buggy and rough and but had like lots of video gamey things in it and not like this perfect vertical slice i think you know? that's that's uh, such clever like a clever way to reveal the game, do the behind closed door thing. Because with a lot of games, I would probably talk about Fallout, where it's like, this seems really cool, but there's like an element of apprehension. Like, can they do it? And just hearing some reassurance of people being like, they've done it. It's as good as you imagine it's going to be, was enough to be like, oh my God, all right, it's happening. What I had in my head is happening, maybe even better. And I can't wait. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it helps that, you know, I mean, yeah. If there was any other studio... Everyone would be like, eh. true, yes, true. But it's you know they shipped The Witcher Three. Yeah. Like <laughs> uh, having gotten back into The Witcher Three in the last few days, that game still you know three years later it still kind of astounds me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but that was one of the games I would say that um, hearing about it sort of sounds like you question a little bit how it's going to run on current gen. Uh, mm. Just like hearing about the density of it all, but you know who knows. Uh, late generation titles usually are the most impressive, right? I mean, last gen, you know, when they shipped The Last of Us, you're like, how is this running on a PS3? Yeah. Um, 
So we'll see. I desperately want to see some gameplay. We'll be playing uh, on PC anyway. So. It's true, yeah. yeah. It's tragic to me that that game is probably still two years away. Uh, that kills me a bit inside. But It makes me just want to get up every morning knowing that it's one it day makes closer. Me, it keeps me alive. <laughs> <laughs> this is why this is my hobby. Uh, I need these things. Yeah. Thankfully, there are a lot of other games coming up between now and then. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was Microsoft... Um, Good show. The next, the next well, no, Bethesda might be a little long, but the, we, we shouldn't be too much longer with these because the, Microsoft's really was the biggest. Yes, show that was the main own. body yeah. of E three. Huge like. margin. Yeah. Um, easily their best show in years. I don't remember the last time I enjoyed them. Uh, like Microsoft has had good conferences for years yeah, in terms were, of like yeah, they were good telling their story, right? Like they're very good at that. But like this was a uh, just. For the future of games, it was like hell yeah! This this was a great conference, mm-hmm. and the future of Microsoft, it made you feel like okay, they're committed to games still. You know, uh, last last year was kind of like, eh, are, are they still going to care? But seems like they do, so that's cool. Um, I'll just rattle a few things off from Bethesda kind of quickly here, if that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, and stop me if if you want to talk about it. They showed Rage Two. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't. I don't think it was a great demo. It was a little disjointed, but like, it looks decent. Yeah. Uh, it looks. Uh, people played it and they said it's sort of like Bulletstorm and Doom in an open world. And True. I was like, all right, that sounds good. Uh, I like those games. Yeah, I was a bit surprised by how slow the exploration looked. I kind of thought it was going to be like Bulletstorm, where it's balls to the wall 100% of the time, but I'm not mm. sad to see that there's downtime in the game. Yeah. I mean, an open world game, it's hard to maintain. Uh, yeah, I think I didn't know it was open world when I watched that reveal. I think I thought it was a bit more <laughs> right. linear. Yeah, so I, I'm curious to see what... The, I like the color palette of that game. Lots of uh, yeah. sort yeah. of neon pinks and blues yeah. and greens, which is cool. Uh, yeah. They announced Doom Eternal, yeah, aka Doom yeah, yeah, 2, yeah, yeah, yeah. with a, a CGI trailer saying you'll see gameplay in August, which okay. is fine. Uh, it was term, a pretty good trailer. The term Eternal has me thinking that it's there's going to be a map builder. No, they've already clarified that they just didn't want to be doing the Doom 2 2019 type stuff anymore. They just thought it was weird for branding. Okay. And then yeah. there'd be Doom 3 eventually. So they just... Well, that's what they said in an interview anyway. They were like, we just don't want to be doing the uh, parentheses yeah. year type stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I they wonder said. if they bother with multiplayer again uh, because... I feel like everyone on Earth was like, Doom is incredible, and what, what we mean by that is the campaign, because no one, no one touched yeah. Snap Map or the multiplayer. Like, I would hope that they just jettison that stuff yeah, and I, tr- fully I tried commit. Snap Map, and it was not great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, but also, also Bethesda uh, sounds like they want to continue with the games-as-service thing in all their games, um, so there'll probably be something like that in the next, in the next Doom. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a good trailer. It was a for a CG trailer. You know, it's hard to get excited, but you you know what Doom Two is going to exactly, be. Uh, yeah, yeah. And it's hell on earth, and that that's great. Um, they announced Prey DLC, and it hurt me inside when they talked about <laughs> it because they were like, "We're doing Prey DLC. It's a moon base," and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, 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 yeah." You've been teasing it for months, and they were like, "It's a roguelite," and I was like, "Fucking what?" <laughs> Uh, it turns out that DLC rules, and we'll talk about it next time. Yeah, uh, I've been watching. Probably. I watched a few runs on Twitch, and I was like, "Oh, I see the format. It's kind of cool." 
it's it's very good. But yeah, so like the <laughs> I, weapon I, I quality say. stuff was like, ooh, this looks kind of this looks kind of fun. Yeah, I was uh, very off put by the announcement because they also said we're also doing a PvP mode in August, and then later I learned that it's prop hunt, which is brilliant. Yes. Like that's that makes perfect sense. Me um, and Ben are gonna try that, I think. Yeah, you bet. Well, I'm gonna. I know. I want to try that. Okay. As and maybe well. and maybe Jameson, Jesus if you're a good boy. Christ, if you're, if, you're, boy. if you're a good boy, if you're a good boy. So yeah, that at the time that prey section was very very uh, disappointing, but mm-hmm. now having played the DLC and learned about the upcoming stuff, I'm like, okay, I'm all on board with it. The DLC is tremendous. Yeah. Uh, the PvP mode will probably be pretty fun. Uh, they announced Wolfenstein Young Blood, mm. um, which they didn't really say anything about aside from it's a co-op game where you play as BJ's daughters in the 80s. Is it forced co-op? Like a way out? No, he said you can play it uh, solo, okay. or with, but it's designed for co-op, two-player co-op. Um Again, that was another thing when they announced it. I was like, eh, but having learned more about it, it sounds, it sounds like just a bigger, ver- like old, um, old blood type expansion, where it's just okay. like, here's a thing that we started making and it's turned out bigger, so we're going to ship it as you know, like a forty dollar title or something. Um, I will probably play that, even though I wasn't very hot on Wolfenstein Two. I still think I just got to see what they do with the story stuff in case it's as high quality as the original game, the original yeah. release Two, because poof, I. I wonder if there will be much story stuff in it. I would hope so. Um, I, will, I also hope that they ship Wolfenstein 3. You know, yeah. they need to. They set up some very specific things for Wolfenstein 3 that they need to see through to the end. Yeah, I, I will uh, wait on Youngblood and I'll wait for maybe you to play it and see how the story stuff goes. Yeah, I, I want to know more about it. Um, I hope it's like the A team at Machine Games because their DLC team for. The Wolfenstein 2 was bad. Yeah. Uh, the Wolf 2 DLC was bad. And Old Blood had some cool stuff in it, but was also the B team, and it wasn't, like, tremendous. It was fine, but... Uh, so we'll see. Um, I guess it's just... Now it's just Bethesda Game Studios, right? So they showed mm-hmm. off Fallout 76 a yeah. bunch. Yeah. Um, I think that was maybe the hardest game to get across to people what they were doing with it. I don't know if they did a great job of it at Bethesda, it really took me to go away, listen to interviews, watch the no clip documentary to finally be like, "Oh, okay. I think yeah, I really the, understand what they're trying to do here." Yeah, the no clip really captured a yeah. lot of it well. Yes, that that really their, helped. Their their stage stuff was decent for like a high level sort of understanding, but mm-hmm. the uh, no clip and then other interviews did a better job of answering some of the questions that I was wondering, like, you know, player death consequences and stuff like that. I think that's Um, a good thing, though. I think when someone's doing something, a new format that's so uh, unique, or at least something we haven't seen before, to the point where people just have so many questions, I think that's maybe a good thing that they're being creative with uh, the way they make games and their franchises, because from the look of, or the sound of Starfield and Elder Scrolls Six. Uh, that's going to be very to the books Bethesda stuff. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing if they can pull it off. Because if, if they pull it off, by the way, like I, I'm going to cream myself over this game because mm-hmm. Fallout is my favorite RPG series of all time. Even though four didn't live up to how much I love three, I still have you know a place in my heart for Fallout. And the idea of it having Sea of Thieves elements is just like that could be a cocktail that oof, I really, I really quite enjoy. I think the thing that's the thing that was really interesting to me about the reception around its its reveal and, and the information that was coming out about it is that, like, 
everybody for the longest time i think has wanted fallout cooperative or a fallout multiplayer experience um Oh, maybe maybe not though. Now that I say it out loud, I kind of feel silly because I feel like yeah, everyone wants that. I would the way say, everyone wants that branching storyline. I would say no, but everyone's kind of thought about it. Like, oh, yeah. what would happen if Skyrim was co-op? Yeah, yeah. and they're like, eh, that's probably not feasible. Yeah, but they're giving it so a go. Like, yeah, I, I yeah. Based on the information that is available now, it uh, it sounds very very cool. Yeah, and I like the way Bethesda kind of like they announce a game. And then two weeks later, we know everything about it. And then in a couple of months, it's out. I, I love the way oh, they do it. that. Yeah, I can't believe it's out this year. <laughs> Except for the other two things. Yes. Yeah. yeah a bit polar opposites uh, with those ones, but they still do it every now and then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad it's out this year. There's, you know, they're going to do a beta. I hope the beta is over the summer so that they have time to actually yeah, use the beta be. information to make their game better. Um, it's definitely one of those things that, like, I get it. You know, but like I, I want to play it and see how it all, all like all the ideas are neat, but how does it all work together? Yeah, um, and like there's a lot of Todd Howard being like, ah, players will figure stuff out and then we'll use their feedback to fix it. And I'm like, well, I hope you're talking about the beta because that's not how you keep an audience. People are very yeah. fickle. I mean, maybe yes. the fan base is powerful enough to go through a really rough launch, but you'll lose a lot of people if like the servers are bad and it's not balanced and people don't enjoy it. You can do yeah. a Destiny 2 and, like, fix it with patches, but you'll lose a lot of people. So I hope yeah. the beta, like you said, It's a high-risk is... game, I would say. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. they need to do a lot well for mm-hmm. people to be sticking with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, for whatever reason, Bethesda was like, you know what, we're tired of being asked dumb questions by people. Like, are you still making an Elder Scrolls <laughs> game? <laughs> and he was like, all right, fine. Here's our fucking next generation IP. It's space. Here's a logo and a satellite. Fuck off. 6.jpg, baby! And then he was like, here's Elder Scrolls 6, lol. It's 6.jpg. Fuck off. Don't ask us anymore. Leave us alone. Uh, Thank you. Thank you very much, boy. by the way. Thank you very much, boys. Good job, yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I, I, seeing it now, like I understand why they why they made those announcements, you know. But leading up to it, I was like, why would they announce that? It doesn't make like it, that game is so far away. But then it's like, all right, they're doing multiplayer Fallout that scares people. Hey, also we're doing a, a next gen IP that's going to be like a traditional RPG, but that still scares people because it's not the thing they recognize. True. So then it's like, all right, here's Elder Scrolls, you babies. It's the thing yeah. you want. We're going to make yeah. it. Of course, we're going to make Elder Scrolls Six. Jesus Christ! You're trying to keep like, everyone happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I look forward to learning more about both of those games in the years to come. Mm-hmm. Base, I, I, I trust Todd now, which is weird. And something I always thought Todd was kind of a meme, and so to hear him and to know like the ambition he wants to take with seventy six, and then he's like, Starfield's gonna be buck wild, gang. Get ready. It's kind of like, oh yeah. shit, Todd yeah. about to fuck the game up. Like I liked a line that run. he dropped when they were doing the no clip documentary when he was discussing like being in a conference with people and they were like, well, we're worried that this is gonna happen and we're worried that this is gonna happen, and his main comeback was that he was worried that it was gonna be boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And that was his main design. Uh, I've lost the word. Philosophy. Yeah, yeah. That was the way yeah. he likes to design his games. So uh, it's going to be an interesting future for their main IPs. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. They have a very good track record, right? Mm-hmm. Like Fallout Four is by no means a bad game. It was just kind of boring. Yeah. Uh, in terms of story and writing, uh, 
Skyrim is fucking great. Oblivion is beloved. Morrowind is beloved. Mm-hmm. Like they have a very good long track record yeah. of making good games. Um, it's crazy that he said on an E3 stage, "This is a next generation game." Yeah, uh, maybe he was the first to say it. He was. I think that. I think Starfield is the first next gen game announced. Fun. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I love space. Like, give me more space RPGs. Mass Effect is dead, so like, please. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. Cyberpunk and Starfield. That's gonna be fun. Yeah, the, they've the said Starfield is playable, so that's good. You know, they they're making progress. Um, mm-hmm. They've said Elder Scrolls Six is in pre-production, so that game is doesn't exist. Many years away. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> probably like five or six years. Uh, or maybe they have. You know, maybe they're ma- able to make games faster now, and it's like four years away but still that's what they said uh, in the no clip that they were going to be faster which maybe yeah just means it sounds like, like they've a expanded a lot is after... removed from our prediction or something yeah sounds like after fallout 4 sold fucking 30 trillion copies they were like all right you guys can double in size mm-hmm. uh so yeah uh, bethesda show was fine i think it was perfectly solid i really liked harmless. it i know you yeah, yeah. don't like the uh this game's a million miles away type announcements but i think they're fun i like having a roadmap for like four years in the future oh, sure. yeah yeah it's, it's yeah. fun to know what's coming and to, to I, know that one I warmed day on bethesda's it. conference after learning about the prey stuff and the wolfenstein stuff and yeah you were yeah god you were you were bitter Oof. yeah, yeah. <laughs> salty boy yeah <laughs> any thoughts ben any bethesda did you you watch it yeah you were there before. yeah i was there yeah, with you right. boys live um yeah i it was probably my conference of the of the uh of e3 ah cool uh i'm Just holding for, like games you're looking forward to yeah and yeah. uh yeah I'm, I'm staying quite reserved in my opinions about my games until we get to the end fair fair okay so. um here's the square enix summary um there's a new platinum game coming out. It looks like Dark Souls. Uh, everything else was shown at Microsoft. Yeah, we didn't talk about them, so we should probably talk about Shadow, Just Cause, and Kingdom Hearts Three. All right. First of all, Kingdom Hearts Three was shown at fucking every conference. Like, yeah, wow. Microsoft, Square, and Sony all showed like five to ten minutes of of Kingdom Hearts, mm-hmm. and boy, can I not give less of a fuck about that. Yeah. Uh, that actually kind of won me over. I was like, this game looks batshit crazy. God. And I, I, no, I'm, man, I'm I, definitely going to be giving it a go. It's a big no for me, dog. Yeah. It looks fucking nuts. Um, they showed, yeah, I guess they showed Shadow at Microsoft, and then they showed the trailer again, basically, yeah. at uh, Square, and and it's uh, it looks like a Tomb Raider yeah. game. Shocking. Yeah. Um, here, I heard some interesting things about people that have played it saying that like there's a little bit more it sounds like there's a little bit more like crit, crit, critical looking at Laura Croft in that game which is interesting like you know she's well like she's a bad a, person type of thing yeah a little bit okay cool and that like you know she's the white savior but is like going in and fucking destroying all these temples and murdering everyone and it sounds like at least in the way these people described the way that the devs were talking about it that they might be exploring that can i do some uncharted 4 stuff where it's a bit reflective i think that would be very good because the she is a fucking killing machine that is destroying everything she touches yeah Uh, and you know the story is not the main appeal those games are just fun spectacles but like some reflection would be neat i think yeah Mm um just cause 4 uh, uh, that looks like another Just Cause game. I think the Hurricane Tech was pretty fun. 
tornado. There's a difference. Shit, I did that last time. Yeah, did not absorb that information. It's okay. It's okay. Um, yeah, I... I hope they can make a good game, finally, out of Just Cause, because their sandboxes are tremendous. Just Cause 2 was great. Just Cause 2 is the closest to a great Just Cause game because, you know, it's uh, they there was not much story, and what was there was pretty corny and stupid, but it was just a good sandbox. And 3 was a good sandbox, but, like, they, they just sort of fucked it up a little bit with 3. And uh, yeah, I, had, I felt no compulsion to play the actual game. <laughs> I just messed around the sandbox. That's yeah. all I did. I, che- yeah, I cheated so as well. I just gave myself everything and messed around. That that's probably the smart thing to do because they locked a lot of threes upgrades behind skill stuff, mm-hmm. which was a big mistake. Yeah, I modded and, it all uh, into my back pocket and had a good old time for about two hours. Very smart. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see. Just cause four, you know. We'll see. It's out this year, which is nice. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, um, December. Yeah, and then it ended, and it was like twenty-five minutes, and everyone was looking around like. Hello? Is that it? What? Yeah, Why it did was we show really up? Really weird. Really. It's been really three years bizarre. since their last conference. Why did they hold this? I I have no idea. I think a lot of people expected the Avengers game to be there. I think um, no Final Fantasy VII is really confusing. Like also, yeah, I think Final point. Fantasy and the Avengers were like pretty decent expectations from yeah. their show. Like not even like a nothing. teaser for Final Fantasy VII. Nothing. Like what the hell, yeah. man? People are only- people are dying for that game. Yeah, the only reference to Final Fantasy was that the Monster Hunter crossover. Yeah, only 14, right, the MMO, got any yeah. news whatsoever. <laughs> no, nothing for 15, no news about 16. Like, I can't remember the, yeah. the last time there wasn't a Final Fantasy on the horizon somewhere. Very strange. Yeah. I mean, Final Fantasy VII is a pipe dream at this point. Like, they announced that like three years ago yeah, and they haven't the shown a single is, thing of it since. What is going uh, on? Oh, they also announced that weird Quiet Man game. That was just like a <laughs> FMV video of an emo like punching someone and he couldn't hear or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I guess the Steam page says uh, this is meant to be played in one sitting, so it's going to be like two hours. Ah, uh, okay. So, Never mind. So who cares? Yeah. Um, what a waste of time, honestly. Yes, they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have It was at like 10 a.m. and I, I was like, "What? A, you're wasting my morning, Square Enix. Like, mm-hmm. it's... I don't know why they, I don't know why they showed up honestly. I have no idea. Um it was barely a show. Yeah. I've already opened Ubis- up Ubisoft's games. Yeah. Yeah, Ubisoft they opened with a tremendous dance routine. <laughs> yes. That I really did love a lot. Me too. It was so delightful. The panda was really um, giving it his all this year. That panda is a legend. <laughs> really brought it this year where last year you could tell that you could see it in his eyes. He just oh, wasn't yeah. Well last year yeah, last year he looked like a hopo. Yeah, so they cleaned him up. A picture of that panda. They got him off the drugs he looks from so last year. T- <laughs> <laughs> I I forgot how shoddy he looked. Look at yeah. him. Give me it, give it, give me it, give me it. He really looked like he'd been rolled around oh, in God. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, I'll to include him? that in the video edit. Yeah. Uh, what happened? Oh no. Yeah. He really cleaned up a sack. So that was great. I think Ubisoft's show as a whole was really good for like the in terms of the people and the entertainment. Um, it was a very entertaining <laughs> show with lots of human beings, which is always nice. Yes. Um, they showed a pretty good trailer for CGI trailer for Beyond Good and Evil Two. Yeah, that was fun. And then they and then talked they asked, about it. They asked for your help. And then they asked for your help to make it, and it was very strange. Um, I don't know. That 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 reads to me like they don't have 
a lot of commitment from Ubisoft. That team is like, hey, you want to like get your fans to help make this because we are not interested in yeah. funding no. you fully. Um, I still think like that game is a long ways away, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it was a good trailer, mm-hmm. uh, which is nice. They did an amazing bit with where they brought out Grant Kirkhope, the composer, and a bunch of cool ladies with mm. crazy violins yeah, 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 and yeah. played some music while the trailers for the Donkey Kong expansion for Mario Rabbids yes. played and having not played you know Mario Rabbit since it came out last year I'm super in the mood for more and yeah. that that expansion looks really good it's apparently yeah. quite massive and uh, Donkey Kong looks like this is so dumb god this is gonna sound dumb Donkey Kong looks so good in that game that game has an amazing art style yeah like every character in that game looks tremendous, yeah. and yes, he do- Donkey Kong looks quite good. Also, Cranky Rabid Kong or yeah. whatever the f- he- yep. I want, I want I- that is he is me. I want that. Uh, <laughs> he is me. Avatar changes that- incoming. Everyone. Yeah, yeah. That looks great. Uh, it was yeah. I like that game a lot, so I'm ready ready for more. It was a fun thing. Um, they talked about all the other games that they have released and continue to support that I don't care about. Mm -hmm. Uh, They announced a new Trials game. Yes. That was my favorite when he stumbled and broke everything. That guy was so good. (laughs) I loved it. He was so funny. A a new Trials game was on my... The prob- like there's this probably yeah. is gonna happen, but I would really enjoy it if it was yeah. list of games and lo and behold there it was and I was quite excited about it. It looks like uh, more trials. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, I've, I've been fucking wailing on Trials Revolution Gold edition. Mm. It's so hard. It's not even funny. It's mm-hmm. wrecking it. And so I'm excited. Yeah. Um that whole presentation, everything about the trials show was fun. The guy was amazing. The trailer with all the deaths was hilarious. Uh, Excellent. Trials is a good series. You know, it's a solid, comfy thing until it gets to the late levels when you want to tear your eyes out of your head. Uh, Hell yeah. Big move. Yeah. It's good. Good stuff. Um, They showed more footage of that game, Skull and Bones, which just looks like Sea of Thieves, but without your friends. Yeah, damn. And it's just damn, boats. Damn, gang. I really don't give a shit about Skull and Bones. Yeah, I, I don't give a I single shit about that game. Man. I, I, I think it's interesting the ways in which it's been gamified, you know, and that they included that, and it looked like a sort of response to the Sea of Thieves stuff, but, like, there's no personality. It looks beautiful, but, like, there's no personality, and it doesn't seem like you're with your friends on a ship. Like, yeah. it's just you with your giant ship gun yeah. fighting other ship guns. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, yeah. I think I it looks nothing. amazing. Yeah. yeah. That's a recurring theme across all the AAA games this year. Video games look ridiculously yeah. like, good. What happened? Like, I think I heard it described last week... Um, because the console tech is so familiar this gen, because it's just they're just PCs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, yeah. It's not like last gen where they had all this crazy shit going on. It's because they're just simple. It's allowed developers to get acclimated to the tools and ramp up their capabilities way faster than last gen. Right. So now we're seeing like this next wave of software, and every game was like, "This is running on these consoles. Like, holy yeah. shit, this looks insanely good." Um, so I think that's sort of part of it is just dev tools getting mature at a much faster than last mm-hmm. gen. Uh, yeah, like 
every AAA game made me excited to see it on my PC. Yeah. Or, you know, if it's exclusive and on the on the 4K TV. Like, uh, yeah. It was kind of surprising how good so many of the games looked. Mm-hmm. Uh, they showed even more of The Division 2. Oh, yeah. And then they spent, like, 15 minutes on the reskin of origins assassin's creed origins i don't even know what it's called because i put a joke title in my notes odyssey, odyssey. sparta edition yeah. uh odyssey Sup- right right super Ezio odyssey yeah um i don't care yeah that yeah. was actually very disappointing for me i'm not exactly yeah. highly attached to the franchise but i think in our origins review i was kind of excited because i was like even though origins is far from perfect I think they're progressing in the correct direction, and if they continue to push and innovate, then I might be back on board. And it's like, no, they just reskinned Origins because all you idiots bought it, so they're just going to reskin Origins until the sales dip again. Then maybe they'll start to innovate. And I was like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Okay. Like, it sounds like they're including some more RPG elements in it, but like, I. Origins definitely made me realize that like I just don't care about the game part of Assassin's Creed. Anymore. No, and they're, uh, they're really killing it with the worlds right now. Like the world of Odyssey yes. looks beautiful, but I just don't want to play it. Yeah, that's why I said if oh. they have that discovery mode um, for Odyssey, like I'll I'll do that. Yeah, I'll play that. Maybe walk but I, around in it. They literally showed a tailing mission in that fucking <laughs> they did, demo. Oh yeah. my god, they need to stop. Like. I like a lot of Ubisoft's games, like, theoretically or from a world point of view, but, like, I, their game design is just so... It's so boring yeah. to me now. I love so and... many different individual parts of Ubisoft's games. Like, I think I said in the Far Cry 5 review that I was just getting frustrated with them because I feel like they have all these components spread across the IPs, which just, just bring them together to make, like, one consistently good package. Why does, like, one franchise just get one good stuff and then, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Fuck gang, it's got a real good goddamn statue, though. Take a look at this motherfucker. Yeah, 17 special editions. Look at this one. I, Boom. Yeah. Jesus. Look at that statue. It looks fucking so good. That, that, now I'm that, upset. So many people are going to snap that top sparta off that pillar. Just saying. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Also, the main voice actor for the male character, because you can pick male or female, I'm 90% sure it's the same guy that voices the main character from Deus Ex, but he's doing a bad <laughs> oh, accent, okay, and I will oh, never oh, unhear excellent. it. I'll never unhear I mean, it. It might even be him. I'll have to look. He's a he's in, I think he's like a Canadian. He's in Montreal. So. He's in probably in Montreal. Yeah, so... Um, oh, that edition with that statue? $300 Canadian. Ooh. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, it's a cool statue, but just, you know... Yeah, I, I, I want to explore that world, because it looks tremendous, <laughs> but like, I... Do not want to play that game at all. No, um, I will probably play it and literally just run around on horseback and do like five hours. Yeah, because we'll get a code, so yeah, probably get, yeah. get the hook up. So then it was Sony's show, and Sony's show was a bit of a mystery going in uh, because there were like some whisperings about like eh, it might be a little weird this year. Turns out it was a little weird this year. A little weird, a little odd. Um, you know, once once we get past the first 45 minutes of the show, it, it sort of settled down and was a little more familiar for another half hour. But mm-hmm. holy fuck were the first 45 minutes awful. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, bot- they botched that so hard. They it was, opened with... Oh my God. Go ahead, Joe. Go ahead. I, th- I think it's the worst section of an E3 conference ever yeah. of all time. To the part where yeah. everyone seems baffled by what the hell they were thinking. 
They're so up their own ass. It's, like, it's very similar to the Square Enix thing where I was... It, it, the Square Enix was so baffling that I couldn't... I couldn't deal with it to the point where I was like, I have to find a solution that makes sense to me, otherwise I can't sleep at night. And for Square Enix, I was like, something... I I feel like something went wrong in Square Enix. I feel like they pulled something at the last minute from Square's show. And they were like, shit, no, we can't show this because X happened. And with Sony, I feel like they had a plan where they they couldn't have practiced moving those people from one one place to the other. There's no way they could... Maybe maybe they had the resources to call in like 300 people to practice that. But I would assume they made a calculation of like, ah, this many people, it'll probably take five minutes, so we'll segue over to this panel. And maybe during that, like through the through the intercom, they were like, no, 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 we, we need ten more minutes, stall, stall, stall. And then they said that like three times. Yeah, <laughs> because I just, they if they knew, like, oh, it's going to take 20 minutes, 15 minutes to get them across, and they were like, yeah, that's fine. Then what are you thinking? They had, no, they had no idea what to talk about in that downtime. They had no Sony idea what has not put on... They, Sony has lots of... Like the last three E3s, they've had lots of good games. But as a show, it's been terrible for, for several years. It's just been like this weird, kind of pretentious, like weird like transitions from like, oh, now we're talking about VR. Suddenly, oh, it's Call of Duty now. You know, just like no people on stage. You know, uh, their shows have been a little messy. But this was like the pinnacle of that it was just them being pretentious and up their own ass and in love with themselves and being like so for people don't know they 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 built a fucking replica of a church from the last of us and had all the press in there and then open they brought out a banjo man and he played the banjo for 10 minutes to i don't know set the mood i I, like and then they showed the last of us demo which was like 12 minutes and was very good looking and then they said, all right, we're going to move all these people to another room. And then they cut to a panel that was just talking about fuck all for 20 minutes while they moved everyone to another room. God, yeah. And, and then the they hell? fade back in on the the ultra-widest of ultra-wide screens. Yeah, big boy. And a fucking man white, in, w- a in a man. questionable costume. Yeah, white male. White male in a very Chinese or Japanese um, costume. Who apparently he is like a, a master tier flute player, so he's a pro. Uh, but like the costume was questionable, yes, yeah. right. and he yeah, plays he, the flute for ten fucking minutes to set the stage for the next thing, and then it oh, becomes a normal show after yeah. that. Um, it was infuriating to watch. Honestly. It was it was terrible. Um, it was just terrible. It was really awful, uh, which is too bad because um, all the games, like I, I'm pretty sure every game they showed looked cool. Yes, yeah, or was at least interesting. You know. Uh, so there was The Last of Us. Um, I would say The Last of Us Part Two was like the first thing in this generation that I looked at and was like, "This is an insane leap forward." I yeah, don't. It's, it's I getting don't out of, get it's it. It's getting out of hand. I don't yeah. get it. I don't get how they keep doing it. The animation on display in that demo it is fucking astonishing. freaked me out. I had like a weird yeah. episode after watching that where <laughs> I remember years ago. I told you about this in the Discord where. I I have this memory of talking to one of my friends in primary school when we were like kids. I don't know why I still remember this, but I remember us like thinking about when games finally come photorealistic. And I'm talking about I was probably nine talking about this stuff back on like when we were playing PS1. And this is the first time where I felt like facial animations in games broke past Uncanny Valley and it just looked real. There were were a few facial animations which looked photorealistic. And for me... 
it was like seeing a idea of the future, like a really um, kind of mm. cliche version of the future, like flying cars. It was like seeing one of those finally happen and materialize in this show, and it fucked me up, man. I, I, I really <laughs> messed with my mind in really kind of ugh, surreal ways. Uh, yeah, the game looks good too. <laughs> the game is good. Yeah, it, you know, like visually it, it is really all in the animation like obviously visually it looks tremendous but the animation quality is uh yeah especially especially from alarming. beat to beat or like from the like, it's the animation transition yeah the fluidity yeah. between like, like yeah because it's Jesus. it is it's the reactionary animation of mm-hmm. that guy wincing in pain from the arrow shot where he's he's determined and he's bloodthirsty and he gets hit in the shoulder with the arrow and he you see the face transition from confidence mm-hmm. to fear to yeah. like pain and fear yeah that that is where the technology really the human those, tech is just yeah nuts. that's just that's where it's getting at like that's where it's getting ridiculous is those it's bridging the gaps where we have set piece set piece set piece but now it's about how those flow together and on such a minute scale as combat in close yeah. quarters combat like that um and you know that it's going to be prevalent in the entire game yeah like, it was that's, just that's what's buck wild. it was so it's realistic be, that it was disturbing to watch yeah, like yeah. Just felt and that's like, really interesting. Ugh. Like, I f- watching the demo for the first time, it was very off-putting. Like, it's not a nice demo. No, it's, it's full disgusting. of horrendously yeah, graphic very violent. violence. Very violent. But then, like, digesting it for a while and and thinking about that on a conceptual level is really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that, like, they're making something where the violence is genuinely off-putting. Yeah. For like maybe the first time ever. Like, I remember at the time, The Last of Us One's violence was quite graphic you know mm. for the time and it was like ooh, that was ugh, i f- i felt that headshot like but this is if they're making their game in a way that the violence is so off-putting that it makes you want yeah, it's to a, it's a avoid violent, it yeah deterrent it's a deterrent now the, the yeah suit. and if they use that like sick sick feeling to good effect uh i think it'll be really really cool and it's it's definitely the first time i've ever seen a game where the combat looked off-putting yeah and this feels they like, were a game like that... we don't want this to be fun we want it to be like engaging but it shouldn't be enjoyable to do the combat which is a really neat uh design approach yeah this feels yeah. like it could be a game which is completely banned in australia <laughs> there's no way yeah. they're gonna be able to bring the violence down in this game for the australian laws like jesus christ they were saying the same thing about cyberpunk as well because uh, oh. there's like full graphic nudity in cyberpunk mm-hmm. and that's a big no-no in, in australia get with the times aussies what the fuck i was also the americans hate nudity as well they love violence and they hate nudity oh well, yeah mm. i mean that's a yeah, yeah. that's a major <laughs> societal yeah. problem we have here because yeah. <laughs> uh, on um disney xd which is like the sort of gaming disney channel i don't know if it's on tv or not they uh they cut away for the gay kiss between Ellie and her, her girlfriend. Or wow. Uh, but they did not censor any of the violence. Wow. So, you know, this is America. Oh, yeah. Probably, probably banned in Russia as well because they're lesbians. Yeah. Mm. Um, I, I, I love that they did that. It's just like that's the first thing they show is just especially like in the last couple of weeks. It's been like there's just just fuck off. Like who cares? Like, yeah, they're lesbians. Yeah. Great. Great. Like. With all the like women in battlefield shit, you know, yeah. like three weeks ago, and then Sony's just like, here they are, fuck you guys, yeah, like you don't like it. it, fuck off, like we don't give a shit about you. Yeah, um, yeah, it was great. Mm-hmm. Good on them for doing that. Uh, yeah, agreed. Have surprisingly not a lot of heat about, which is great. There was, but 
Oh, that was. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that was. Fuck, you I, probably, you okay, just have good. to go digging a little bit, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, there yeah, are yeah. Lots of people. I, I saw a lot man. more of that like, than fuck. the Battlefield Five stuff. Yeah. Man, like it's it is a it's a relate like, it's a story about love and loss and and the the depths someone it's the same thing as the first one. It's just gonna be a story yeah. about love oh. and loss and the depths and the the things that a person goes through to get to there. I I made the mistake of people, uh, looking at the YouTube comments, which is the error I didn't make with Battlefield Five. I didn't look at the comments. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, and it was like you know the lesbian of us and white all sorts of, you know bullshit yeah ben love is only allowed between a white man and a white woman yes. everything else is illegal that is true <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i remember reading about that in john <laughs> yeah john but, chapter two yeah. verse six yeah yeah anyways uh <laughs> they 20 minutes later they showed a ghost of tsushima demo which was a very another very very tightly scripted demo yeah um Still but that's okay because it looked pretty cool yeah it was, it was uh, a lot more cinematic than i was expecting yeah. yes from yeah. look sucker punch yeah okay. sucker punch looks executable that's for sure so that's that's reassuring it's good yeah i yeah. i wonder you know it's an open world game i wonder more i want to know more about like the storytelling parts of that game like the combat looks cool though it's it looks sort of slow and methodical yes in a way it looks slow like reactionary you wait for them to make their yes. move type thing and it was- that move where you like wait and then do the one strike yes. to kill that's apparently yeah. a move in the game where if you time it perfectly and you wait until the last second to strike you can get an insta kill on heck them. yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt yeah and there's some platforming yeah. as well some like sneaking around and climbing up buildings look cool yeah i'm not surprised that uh you know some traversal tech has made its way because they right. like that in the infamous games. Yeah, yeah. true. Um, that was, but that like the Last of Us, um, well, and Death Stranding, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. I don't know if that's next year. Like, I just, I hope, I hope so. Like, it's been yeah, a long time since I, Infamous. I don't just yeah. want Days Gone next year for Sony. That, that would be stuff. That would be rough. That demo was definitely in a bottle. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, the behind the scenes, like the demo that they showed the press, was the exact same thing. And that they weren't even like interested in answering questions about the game, which is a, a little concerning. No. Uh, but, but who knows? You know, whatever. It's Sony's always been kind of weird like that with their first party. They're very protective in a weird way. Uh, I would presume it's next year. You know, it's been maybe next late. year will have been five years since Infamous. Like, yeah, surely they can make a game in five years. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see. It looked cool. Yeah. Um, and then there was a very exciting surprise new game announcement uh, that they started playing the trailer for. Uh, and there, there was a cool lady with a cool breathing gun. And I was like, all right. And then they, about 30 seconds into the trailer, I'm like, yo, this is Quantum Break. Yeah, I was like, this uh, is Quantum Break too. And then uh, it turns out it's the next Remedy game, but it's not Quantum Break 2. It's called Control. And boy, does it look good. Yeah. Yeah, let's go. Cool. Um, yeah. It looks yeah. very, very cool that's all i got <laughs> yeah. yeah me too uh, i love the style of that trailer i love the weird like sort of it gives me new twin peaks vibes with the sort of uh and even also some inside the game you know oh. like this sort of industrial horror ish okay. a little bit um the, and and i love, a the, lot I love the, the imagination too which is always yeah. great yeah I love the images, like the visual of the floating people. Uh, it's a great, creepy thing. Inside did did good stuff with the floating people near mm. the end. Uh, 
Remedy makes cool games. This looks, you know, I mean, they're using the exact same engine. Like, it really did look like Quantum Break. Yeah, I'm just glad they're still going uh, and they still have like, yes. some creative freedom to make their weird stuff. Yeah, 100%. And then hearing about it in that it's sort of sort of open worldish inside of this one building and that there's like metroidvania unlocking of things and there are side quests Uh, sounds weird and really neat um not just like a strictly linear action game which is cool cool. um also re-watching that trailer there's a hundred percent some full motion video in there when she walks up to like one of the big observation windows and there's like a an overlay of a man smoking if you rewatch the trailer that's a real human person video that they like yeah. overlaid into the game which is cool i wonder if they bring uh, quantum break into it at all because it looks suspiciously like a spiritual successor like there were some uh, enemies who i 100 percent thought were the shifters yeah that were shifters, not brought yeah. into or, or they were like quantum breaks not getting a sequel the shifters are a fun idea uh let's yeah. just kind of merge it into our next project i don't know I believe Microsoft owns uh, the IP, so they wouldn't be able to bring any real, you know, references to Quantum Break in. Uh, I presume, okay. but I, I definitely think it probably it wouldn't surprise me if it started out as like we're gonna make Quantum Break two, right? Microsoft, and they're like, yeah, maybe, and then like six months later, like, nah, you're not making right, Quantum Break right, two, yeah. and they were like, all right, we'll take what we've made and make it something different. Yeah, that actually uh, makes sense. But it is also like the same engine, you know, they built, they spent a long time building that engine to do what Quantum Break can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe they just were like, we've got more cool ideas to do stuff with this weird engine. Uh, whatever. It looks awesome. Yeah. Um, Resident Evil 2 remake. Yeah, that was, that was sure. a, that was a, yeah. I really thought that was a really fun surprise. When, yeah. I, when I saw yeah. it, I wasn't that excited because uh, they remade the first one. And I played it and I was like, yeah, this is a bit too, the, the format was a bit too old school for me very slow right. and survival based i was really bad at it and i died and i was like ah. and when i saw that i kind of expected the same but to see that it's a full not a remaster a reimagining i don't know the, it's the a remake word, a remake yeah. uh, from the ground up it was like yeah cool yeah people love uh, resident evil 2 it's one of the most beloved in the franchise outside of 4 so yeah yeah cool and it sounds like they've shifted it to play more like 4 as well yeah uh, Three has very good critical acclaim, so oh, really? it'll be interesting to see okay. whether or not that. Yeah, it has a like an average of eighty-eight percent, like a lot of nines, a lot of eights, an A minus. Like IGN I gave have it a to 9. imagine 4. they remaster three and then eventually do a full remake of four. Like yeah. four is <gasps> so loved, and they've re-released four so many times. I have to imagine yeah. they do a full yeah. big boy remake of four eventually, just just to bring the whole series to the future. I'm down. Yeah, I like, I I mean, like remakes of games I missed. Yeah. It's, you know, it's easy to remake, like, redo all the art for a game when you have all the mechanics and everything, you know, yeah. made already. and you know people already uh, like how it goes in the story. Exactly, yeah. Um, they announced Neo 2, the third samurai Japanese thing at E3. Yeah. Uh, I, thing Joe is, cried a little I bit, really I enjoyed Neo, but after Ghost of Tsushima and... Um, Sekiro. Yes, yeah. I keep forgetting the name of the new From game. Oh, it was just like after those two, it was really <laughs> exhausting where I just like felt nothing but apprehension because it, it depends yeah. on the release date. But if it comes out after those two, which probably not, maybe after From, I don't know. It's just gonna be like, is it too much of the same feeling environments and gameplay of Samurai stuff? I don't know. We'll see. They're long games. Yeah. They're long games. It's not mm-hmm. like a six well, hour Well, and campaign. you know, yeah, like you, you 
spend a long time. 60 hours Nier was for me, which is twice Jesus. as long as any Dark Souls game. Dark Souls 3 was like 30 hours, and they're all about 20 yeah. to 30 hours. So 60 hours is double the length of any other Souls game. They just see it was so exhausting, Neo. Yeah. I don't know if I want to know one. I can understand your sort of. I don't know. Yeah, apprehension. Oh, yeah. <laughs> to playing another because it's soon. Like Neo was not. It was like just over a year I know, ago. No, I like, beat like, it like, it was like late February. 2017 as well. It's yeah, been like eight months so. since I stopped playing that game. I guess you know he spent ten years making Neo, and then he have a bunch of stuff that didn't make it in. It's like all right, let's let's keep all these assets and make something again mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah, while the iron is hot. Yeah. Mm. Um. Then they showed twelve minutes of. Death Stranding. Yeah, this was interesting. Um, I, I don't think they should have shown any gameplay. Yeah, because they should have just stuck with another weird trailer. Yeah, because I think a lot of people are put off by the walking stuff, but and then a lot of people are saying it's probably a bait and switch. And it, oh, I mean, this what they showed really looked to me like, hey, we've finished. You know, we've made our environments. And we've got a player character that can walk around in them, and that's all we have right now. Yeah, like, I think you know. the stealth stuff looked interesting with the invisible people. That looks like some tense, yeah. spooky stuff. But I don't know if they should have showed all the walking around. I don't know if that was necessary. Yeah, I worry that the more they show of it, the more the less interesting it gets. Because mm. they've shown what this is like the fourth trailer now this is in trailer like eighteen four, months. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, in like under two years, and I feel like. You know, they, that trailer from December is great. And I feel like it would have been better if we had waited like another year or a year and a half before we saw it again. Instead, it was just like more of the same, you yeah. know, like there's weird, there was a weird umbrella. And then there were like more handprints and Norman Reedus was naked and he pulled his toenail out. Ooh, and yeah, like, I forgot about that. It was just, mm. it was just sort of underwhelming, I would say for me. I still uh, think it's very, very interesting and intriguing. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, yeah, and it looks very different from everything else, which is cool. But like, I still don't know what that game is at all. No, and I just sort of want them to just stop <laughs> and just like go away and then ship the game. Yeah, just like I get it. Like you know, you're making a weird thing. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's making deliveries. You know, babies. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> I get it. You ship it already. Let me just. I get it. I get it. You know. So. Kojima is a very good game designer. Like, people guffaw over his storytelling stuff, even though that's maybe, I don't know. His storytelling storytelling abilities are highly overrated. His game design is tremendous. Like, all of the Metal Gear games are fucking amazing uh, from a gameplay perspective. So I'm more interested in what is the gameplay like of that game than what the story is, because especially after MGS5, which is a hell of a video game from a gameplay perspective. Mm -hmm. So. Ben, how did Death Stranding land for you? Uh, I loved it. Loved that trailer. Uh, it made me go back and rewatch all the other ones. And I liked I liked what I saw, except for toenail removal. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And it's, you know, there are nuggets in there that I think are trying to give you some information, uh, which is, yeah, I don't know. I like... I like the trailer just because they're so obscure. Um, I do like your idea of maybe they should have... Like, if they had a fork on releasing this and maybe put out another trailer at the VGAs uh, this year, like, later on this year, that'd probably been better. Like, if they had held on to this trailer for then, I feel like maybe... I don't know. Like, it would have felt a little... 
it would uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's a, like you said, like like you said, there's a character walking around the environments, and that's like probably for, like and there's stealth, but Kojima knows stealth, so it's like outside of that, how much more is there? We should have just waited a little bit longer. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I. I feel like less, very much less thirsty for this demo. Like it hasn't been that long since they showed anything from Death Stranding, right? Like, and going into this C three, I was like, I, I'm not, you know, like yeah, I'm not. I wasn't desperate to see more of it. It was just sort of, yeah, a little unnecessary to me. I think that's sure. okay. I think people would have complained if there was nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, lots of people... That's just me. Like, lots of people care about his stuff more than I do. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, so Sony. Sony was pretty good. Oh, and then they showed more Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, you know, I I don't think they needed to, honestly. No, uh, but, you know, but reassuring, still looking good, consistent. I don't buy it. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't buy it. What don't you buy? I don't buy Spider-Man. <laughs> You're more of a Batman person, aren't you? I just don't buy it. That's all. What that's does, all that's stop saying that? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, use use your words. I'm not. I'm not convinced. I don't know. I just feel like it's gonna be a pretty traversal game, and that's it. And it's gonna be shallow and not good. But pe- people have played it. No. <laughs> Great debate, Ben. <laughs> so- no, that's, no, I don't solid, know. I just, solid points. I'm not. I'm not sold on it. I don't know. Like, sure, it's it's pretty and it's graphically wonderful. Um, uh, but I just don't feel like it's going to have evolved your average superhero, particularly Spider-Man game where there's storyline A and then there's side little missions just get dot dot on the map. I don't know. I don't know. I just, it's going to be a pretty looking Spider-Man 2002 or a pretty looking ultimate Spider-Man. And it's, I don't know. It's not really anything new or exciting to me. So I'm not really sold on it. Nah. Sure. Yeah, no, sure. Yeah, that Great. game's gonna be good. Yeah, sure. Insomniac are amazing at what they do. Yeah. They're such a good they're such a good team. Yeah. I'm I'm just Sunset me. Overdrive was amazing. People have played it so it's amazing. It looks amazing. It's gonna be good. Sure. Um was that it? Oh right, there was a Nintendo show. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Kind of. Um they Sma- had nothing. Smash Brothers featuring every everything uh, some other game Fortnite yeah Nintendo Overcooked had too. nothing I would say not really eh? Mario Party uh, but then yeah, it was just Mario Smash Party, okay Overcooked 2 is kind of fun yeah but then it's just Smash 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 Smash, Smash. and Overcooked 2 isn't even exclusive it's on PC yeah and yes. everything else so, so yeah. just like Fortnite so they have just nothing. like Fortnite yeah they spent like 35 minutes on Smash Brothers and yeah I, no yeah. thanks. Like yeah. I just do not give a shit. Um, yeah. It is like, crazy that they didn't show like even mention you know any like Metro- Metroid. Nope. You know they announced that last no year. Yoshi, and Radio no Yoshi. No nothing. No Kingdom. Not Kingdom Hearts. No um, Animal Crossing. They silently delayed. Yeah, they silently delayed Yoshi to next year. No main Pokemon. People want a main Pokemon yeah. entry. Not even Animal Crossing was surprising to me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just nothing. Not even a little tease, which is. Strange? Yeah, I agree. No new it Mario was... Odyssey or Zelda content either? No? Yeah, there was like long rumored DLC expansion for Mario Odyssey. Like, I, that was, I think, Luigi's Mansion or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what's up with that. Uh, maybe they're saving it for later in the summer. I don't know. It was 
like Square Enix, it felt like a complete waste of time. Yeah. Like, it was just like... So much You could have just done your Treehouse stream, you know, where you showed Smash to the people that care. And, and that's just, just it. Yeah, like, like they went way too deep in the mechanics of it all. And it's like, do like 10 videos when the game comes out or something. Like... Yeah. Well, that's what like their Treehouse streams are for, you know? It's like, here's the deep dive on the, the main game. Yeah. But it's like, what? Yeah. So, uh... Do you know what was better than Nintendo and Square Enix? Surprisingly... I actually really enjoyed the uh, the PC gaming show. Didn't you? Oh, I didn't watch that. Yeah, well, it would. I mean, like Jimson said, there's never really any big announcements. But as someone who right. likes indie games, it was. I I like the host who's day nine on uh, Twitch. I didn't know he was into hosting. I've been watching him for a couple of years, kind of Hearthstone, and he. I think he nailed oh, it. Oh, he's a like an esports like caster guy, right? I had no idea because I'm a bit out of the loop with esports. So okay. for me, it was kind of yeah. like, what the hell is this guy doing here? And I guess he's been doing it for a while because he was like probably ah. the best host of the entire E3. And there was a bunch of wow. stuff in there. Um, there's a game called Satisfactory, which is Copy oh, yeah. Stain Studio, the GOAT simulator people's next game, which is a 3D Factorio, which I think looks amazing and up my street. Uh, they, they showed the Mavericks 1000 person BR game, which is like... How the fuck is that oh, going right. to work? Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. Like, I was watching yeah, yeah. one of my favorite variety streamers, Co, talk about it. And he was, like, talking about how would you have servers which need a thousand people to start? Like, how is the queuing system going to work? Are you going to be waiting 15 minutes for a thousand people? Because when that <laughs> game starts, that, those a thousand people are gone for, like, 30 minutes. Like, what happens if... Yeah. Oh, I don't know. It just... That seems strange. Here's what's going to happen. You'll be able to get a match for, like, three days, and then it'll be dead, and there'll be, like, 200 people playing one match with each other over and over Yeah. Again. And then there'll be there'll be 3,000 YouTube videos being, like, Mavericks are dead before... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah. Also, Hitman 2 got some love at uh, the PC gaming yeah. show, which is nice. Uh, did you catch the trailer for Maneater? No, oh I, I I saw a screenshot though, and I was like, "Yeah, it's a shark RPG, a shark PG." It's a shark RPG, and it. it looks amazing. Holy no, shit, that looked good. No, no you hilarious. are the shark, Ben. You're not against sharks. No, nah, hard pass. Oh man, that game looks so good. And then they showed Overkill's The Walking Dead, and it looks shite. They showed gameplay for it, and it looked it looked yeah, terrible. It, look sh- it looked off. I, oh, yeah, it looked I like can't believe it. Because they, where did they show that CGI trailer? Just it, it popped up somewhere. I don't know. That that game was announced like five fucking years ago. Yeah. Like it's been, I don't know. I couldn't believe how trash time. it looked. Like, yeah. How are you taking this long to make a cooperative first-person shooter? Yeah. Like, how? Are you, why are you taking this long? This is. I would also like say the same thing about Days Gone. Like they yeah. showed another trailer of that, like Did last, they? you know, not at E3, but like right before, and it was like I just, I don't understand, like how I, like I get it, zombies are huge, you know, and that game will probably sell buckets, but like, yeah. whew, I'm so over normal zombie games, like just sort of yeah. basic. They yeah. also showed a battle royale game from the makers of Cyanide and Happiness, that weird online comic called Rapture oh, yeah. Ajax. Oh. Oh, is that what this game is? It's a battle royale, yeah. It looks so stupid, but I'm down for people just making stupid games. But yeah, I was I like indie stuff, so I was I really enjoyed. Satisfactory looks quite good. Yes. Oh my god, that game yeah. is going to consume my life. And I also watched Devolver, which is the same as last year. But oh man, Devolver's. I like oh, what man, they so, do. It's fun. I love it's can't there's continuity. Yeah, they've got a little like um, what do you call it? A narrative going between. The yeah. shows, there's like a little storyline. It always ends in like tons of blood everywhere, and like limbs being ripped off, and it's just stupid. And they even showed a couple of games like My Friend Pedro, which looked really fun as well. <laughs> that does look good. Yeah, I, I like watching their show because you have no idea if what they are announcing is a joke or not. Right. I was like, is this a game? And there's like 
I don't know if it's the game. Uh, but most yeah, of it was that's... real. Like, even that loot box coin, apparently they actually put that out for a little while. And some idiots bought it. <laughs> Just like that um, Skyrim on uh, Alexa thing that yeah. was real. That was, a good, that was a good trailer. Yeah. Uh, but I think that, that was the only little bonus notes I wanted to add before we wrap up. Oh, yeah, all the uh, Yakuza mm. games were announced on PC at that show as well. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah. I'll definitely try to play Yakuza 0 on PC. It's coming out in August, so that might be a good time to get into it. Uh, yeah, that's great. Yeah, it was that's, I will probably catch it and, next and it, year as well. The PC gaming show was obviously not a big hitter, but if you like kind of smaller indie games, it's worth watching, I think. Seems better than last year. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that was where all the BR got mentioned because uh, we, we sort of had like a... Everyone going into E3 was like the joke, you know, BR is going to be everywhere. And you know what? BR was nowhere. Uh, yeah, not, not many of them. Which was surprising and kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, just yeah. before we transition to the lists, I would say like this E3 uh, was just like a really good reassuring E3 for, hey, look at all these games that are coming out. Also, a lot of them are single player games. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, like a, it's like 50 50, like single player or, you know, sort of co op social games, um, which is great. Like, I don't fucking care about Battle Royale anymore. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I ever rip. did. No, and, just, uh, yeah, no, I hear you. I'm, I'm glad not every company was like, we're doing BR, 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 BR. Uh, yeah, I think, thank God. I think people maybe backed away a little bit after Fortnite took over. I think you're right. Like, yeah. We can take on PUBG, but we can't take on Fortnite. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah. In, in the same vein, it feels good that um, now, more than or, now more than ever, uh, there's such a wide variety of games to play that are getting exposure. Mm. And like, like we, we've seen the meteoric rise of niche genres over the last three, four years, but now more than ever does it ever feel like uh, every game is really accessible good-looking games despite their quirks or despite their their weirdness um are they they bleed through and they come through now and they're and they're accessible and they're visible um and that's exciting to me it's it just it helps uh it'll help inspire other game devs it'll help maybe hopefully inspire a consumer to play something they typically wouldn't and uh hopefully help diversify people's fucking palettes before they shit on games they haven't played. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. There was good variety across all the, sh- all the shows. Taking yeah. yeah. Really and, good uh, show for games. Like, man, there was so many games. I made a list, yeah. which I'm not going to list out, of games that I think are, I will guaranteed play, and 26 of them were announced at E3 freshly. That's a shit oh, wow. ton. Yeah, I don't know how many were announced at E3, but I put together... We, we have a... Uh, and I'll link it on screen. Uh, we, there's a website that sort of did a nice visualization mm-hmm. of every game shown off. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went through that and put them all, all the games that I thought I would play on a list. And it was 30 games. Wow, and, wow, uh, wow, that's wow, a wow. lot. Yeah, there's tons. Yeah. I think mine was 37 um, for the original list. 39 wow, wow. games yeah. that were at E3, which I'm like, I will probably 100% try these. Yeah. And 26 which is awesome. are newly and- announced. Jesus. A lot of the games look more my cup of tea. Like last year, you know, lots of people said it was like the best year ever, and that's cool if you were into a lot of those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't. You know, I I like a certain type of game more than let's say Zelda or or Persona. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I have my taste, and this E3 was like hell yeah. There's a bunch of shit I want that it looks like okay. This is my. This is my game. I would, this is my I would type say that's game. probably the same for everyone, though, because the variety was so large. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Is maybe. it maybe the uh, poor Japanese people because Square Enix didn't really turn up? 
Yeah, and the Nintendo people that are really, you know, diehard about Yeah, Nintendo Japanese products, games didn't get much love this year for some reason. Yeah. But, uh, so yeah, we have uh, each uh, uh, 10 games. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just going to sort of quickly rattle them off. Most uh, anticipated we'll like... that was shown at E3. I think that was the criteria. Yeah, and so yeah, once again, we have a. I'll put it on the screen. Um, it's limited to games that were shown at E3. Yes. So, like something like Red Dead Redemption 2 was not shown at E3 mm-hmm. on a stage. Uh, so, it won't be on these lists. Okay. So, um, do you want me to just go through my list? I'll just go through my list. And then Joe, and then Ben. Um, as said, there are lots of games coming. Um, some of them I didn't put on here because, like, The Last of Us Part 2, I didn't put on here because, like, I. Like I'm gonna devour that game when it comes out, but saying I'm excited for it feels it didn't, wrong. And it didn't surprise. It, like to me, like it yeah. wasn't a surprise. Like it's just yeah. oh, it looks incredible as we all expected. Yeah, and also it looks fucking miserable. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just sort of slapped this ten, these ten together. I, my thought process with ordering these ten was like, if these were all out on the same day, this is the order I'd play them. Yeah, in from that's how 10. I mentally listed mine out as well. Yeah. So. uh I put number 10. I put Anthem. Oh, okay. Uh, because, cool. you know, the E3 thing was like, eh, but then hearing about how good it plays, and I really like the art style, and I like those types of games, I was like, all right, I'm excited for Anthem now, after hearing about how how good it is to play. Cool. Um, I still have many worries with that game, but uh, it sounds cool, and I hope it turns out. Uh, number nine, Spider-Man. Nice. Oh, it's, the only, it's like one of the few games that are actually out this year. One of only two on this list that are out this year. Yeah, But uh, I like the Batman games a lot. Uh, I like Insomniac games a lot. And this looks like, you know, something between those. And mm. I'm, I'm just in the mood for a big, proper, superhero, fun adventure yeah. game. Because I can't wait to swing around that city. Yeah. Uh, number eight, Doom Eternal. Uh, mm-hmm. That would probably go a lot higher, you know, if there was gameplay, because I am curious to see what they do with the gameplay of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a good trailer. I, I know what I'm going to get yeah, for the most part. But I am curious if they, you know, do some changes with it. Uh, number seven, a nice palate cleanser, if all these games were to come out on the same day. Uh, one that we haven't talked about at all. The Tetris Effect. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Very one good. of my favorite trailers of E3, I'm not going to cool. lie. Uh, it's a killer trailer. It, it's Tetris in a psychedelic effects environment. Is that game in VR? Uh, it is available on PSVR. Ooh, yeah. uh, I would hope that it eventually comes to PC VR, yeah. but because uh, it is coming out. Maybe it is PlayStation exclusive. I'm not sure. Res Infinite wasn't. It eventually made its way to PC. Mm-hmm. So I would hope Tetris comes out to, to PC VR. It just looks so pleasant. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Number six, Forza Horizon 4. Oh, cool. Uh, that's the only other game out this year. It's, uh, I, again, Forza Horizon 3 is a tremendous game. It's probably second only to Burnout Paradise in terms of racing games. Uh, phenomenal game, and 4 looks as good as or better than. Yeah. Uh, it certainly looks like, like, the thing I admire about Horizon, just to jump in on it, is how hmm. accessible it looks. And to me, 4 seems like it's going to be a great a great place to, to jump in. Yeah. And I, yeah, racing games are very relaxing. Uh, and the ones that really click with, click with me are few and far between. So knowing how much I've liked two, Forza Horizon 2 and 3, I'm sure 4 will be just as good. Uh, Halo f- Halo Infinite is number 5. It's sort oh. of uh, antithetical to what I've said of like, hey, I don't like you know vague releases, but uh, Halo is important to me. Yeah. I like Halo a lot, and 
I like what they have potentially set up and said with with this next game. I want to know more. I want to see it. I hope they nail it because yeah, Halo is important uh, and I would love to go back to that sort of older magic of Halo. We'll see. Maybe it'll be terrible. I don't know. <laughs> Number four, Control. We just talked about it. Mm. Quantum Break is a great game. Yeah. Control looks way better. <laughs> it looks way cooler. So I want to play it. I want to play that fucking right now. I hope it's out early next year, like in the first half of next year. Steam has it listed for April, which would be killer. Ooh, that'd be good. Um, number three, Dying Light 2. Oh, really? Oh, wow. wow. That, Did not, I didn't a, expect that. That's a surprise. I really like Dying Light, and then we did our list, you know, top ten, and I didn't put it on my list, and it killed me. And then the big following DLC came out, and I sort of realized how much of a mistake that was, because I, I really do like Dying Light a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, what they showed of it looks so much more interesting than the first game, uh, while still maintaining all the good from the first game. So uh, that was maybe my... Dying Light and Control were like two of the biggest surprises of E3 for me, in terms of just like... Here's a game that I sort of forgot was probably going to get made in terms of Dying Light and that it looks so much better than I would have anticipated. Yeah. Yeah. They're not mm-hmm. just making a basic sequel, uh, which is neat. Number two, Metro Exodus. Mm-hmm. Mm. February 22nd, that's the game I want to play most. Oh, that day's uh, going to be good. February 22nd. I say, I say, that is going to be a good day. Like we're going to have to do like a marathon of Metro in our spare time. Then we can, can like come together in the evening, try an anthem. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> And then ignore Crackdown and Days Gone until you yeah, know, it's until a, a little bit later. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Met- yeah, everything they're saying and showing of that game looks killer, and they they're seems like they're sort of uh, adding a few more of the sort of I don't know even know what the immersive Absolutely. annoyance tone atmosphere like to, or, yeah oh yeah they've said like you know guns need to be cleaned and maintained yeah, and I'm, I'm like down, I'm you know down. in any yeah. other game I'd be like fuck that but in this game I'm like oh hell yes. yeah <laughs> <laughs> I want to like break my gun down and like scrub each part in that series like yeah I, I like yeah. it I like stuff that does that I yeah, yeah I do too Far Cry so, Two did I, it re- I liked it yeah if they hopefully it's not you know you shoot like five bullets and it breaks mm-hmm. but. Uh, yeah, that game looks tremendous. And then number one, like I, I mean, it's not really any surprise. Yeah. I would say, even though we didn't see any gameplay, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Yeah. I mean, rightfully so. The Witcher three was the best game of the generation, and the most I looked forward to a game, and it blew my expectations away. And Cyberpunk, you know, I don't even like fantasy games, and The Witcher three blows my mind. Uh, as a fan of sci fi, like the idea that they're making a giant sci-fi RPG that looks this full of weird personality as well and just hearing about the fucking press raving about it and oh my god I just want to be put in a coma until it comes out <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah good list. that's it there's a lot of like I said 30 games on here and I look at all of them and I'm like yeah even honestly even something like Ori Ori 2 whatever it's called looked neat that art yeah. style whoa man yeah. yeah yeah the blend of like hand drawn but then also um, like, like the 3D, 3D yes. Oof, yeah. yeah I agree yeah so great 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 so many games yeah. it's crazy to have come out of E3 and have 30 games that I'm looking forward to it doesn't feel like it's been that rich with software for a long time so uh, yeah. Please hurry, all of you, all of you good video games. Please hurry. Let's just skip, fast forward the summer. It's gonna be boring. Yeah, Get me to September like, already. I'm already bored of my backlog, dude. I played like so many games. 
just if you will wake me up when september starts yeah ooh, <laughs> ooh i like that uh joe all right hit us with your list boy uh so the things i haven't included are stuff that's a little bit too vague so i, I haven't put halo in or like starfield even though probably in the future they look very good but Starlink, my number 10 is shadows die twice uh, i like from software i like everything they do but i I'm not in the camp of people who get super, super excited about them because I know it's going to be an exhausting and stressful <laughs> ride. So I, that's yeah. kind of at the bottom of my list. But it looks great. I can't <laughs> wait to give it a go. Mm-hmm. Uh, number nine is Doom. Doom Eternal. I love Doom. And I just want more of it. Yeah. Uh, number eight was... I remember I came onto Discord and I told you guys that when I was making my list, I was kind of surprised when I did like a second adjustments yeah. about some stuff that climbed up and this was one that I was really surprised about number eight is death stranding i'm at, i i had you i am so intrigued by that game that i want it more than stuff like doom 2 and shadows die twice the intrigue is really really killing me i'm like i need to know more and if someone came up to me and said i could play it right now this is where it would be on the list death, <laughs> death stranding I, cool. I i can't wait to see where it goes, I actually kind of like that we saw the toe-ripping scene because now we know that there's going to be maybe some hyper-violence hidden in there somewhere. The leash is off, basically. Yeah, it's, lim- it's limitless for what happens in that game. It might be boring to play. It might be amazing. Uh, I just, I don't know. I'm excited for that game and where it goes. Number seven is, I think, maybe the only indie thing on the list that's satisfactory. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. boy, I cannot wait for satisfactory. I absolutely loved what I played of Factorio, I think I, I played like 16 hours of that game in a weekend. And then I just hit a wall because the game's such a mess visually. Mm, and it has yeah, these horrible really unuser-friendly interfaces when it comes to making some stuff. And it just, I love the idea of uh, automation. You get that satisfaction in Stardew Valley when you get the sprinklers. You don't need to wash stuff, uh, <sighs> water stuff anymore. And F- Factorio was like that on steroids and extra nerdy. And then making this first person interesting choice and you can play with friends Mm. as well it just really seems like something i could play for a hundred hours just making a bigger and bigger factory that eventually just builds itself and goes to space yes that was like one of the most pc ass pc games it's just like here's this like (laughs) beautiful graphics first person and you're making making engineering shit engineering is such a pc genre and i've i I like the genre but sometimes it goes like a bit too much, like Kerbal, and I just mm. I, I, that it looks in the middle to me. It looks like a comfy one. Uh, number six is Metro. I really like the look mm. of Metro. Obviously, I'm not as hardcore as a fan as Jameson to the franchise, but I've played uh, both of them, and it's just a unique <laughs> world. It plays different from other games, and it just has this flavor which I can't really pinpoint. Mm. That I just I'm really excited to be back in. Uh, it looks impressive from a tech point of view. Gimme, gimme, now, please. You're going to play that on the PC. I remember you, yes. we reviewed Last Light. You played it on the 360. Mm-hmm. Yuck. That's going to be a bit of an oh, upgrade boy. this time. Yeah. Man, that's going to yeah. be good. Jeez. Uh, number five is Control. I'm also <clears throat> really, really excited for more Remedy. I, I'm just fresh off of... Uh, I was, I was going to say Quantic Break, but I think I'm mixing two things together. Quantum Break. I think I'm mixing yeah. Quantic Dreams with quantum break and i I love quantum break i like my short little linear story intensive sci-fi stuff and i think 
it was like just I think we were talking about it live right after Resident Evil 2 I was like I just want some shorter games and when Control popped up I was like mmm that looks like something that I would like to digest over a weekend and I, I just yeah I like what they do and I look forward to that and number four is very soon number four is Spooderman yeah mm. it's very high up on the list I can't wait for it uh, I love the movement stuff Insomniac does and I think this is going to be their peak of just free-flowing fluid movement I just can't wait to swing around that city more than I care about the story or fighting I just want to swing I just want to swing. I love the Spider-Man games on PS1 and PS2. It's feeling a bit nostalgic looking at the footage, and I just, I'm just i just looking forward to getting into it. Number three might be a bit of a surprise, but it's The Last of Us 2. I wow. cannot wait for The Last of Us. And even though yeah. it does look uncomfortable, unsettling, disturbing, it, it doesn't look traditionally fun, I, I, I cannot wait for The Last of Us 2. The tech made me almost have a mental episode and it just looks like it's going to go places which I haven't really seen before. And, mm. oh my god, that game. I, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. It did not stifle my excitement, that, that showcase. It, it pushed it to the moon. I love Naughty Dog. It's going to be a good time. Number two is Fallout 76. Wow, this is man. a dangerous game to put on the list because it could completely <laughs> crash and burn. But if... If it accomplishes the image i have in my head the things i want it to turn into this could be this could be one of the best games i've ever played in the game of the year for me i think i love the universe uh, i really mm. love the evolution of this pve pvp soft pvp type stuff that game makers have been experimenting with i like the new genre of multiplayer i love the sea of thieves format and if fallout can balance the Sea of Thieves feeling with friends while actually making it feel like a next-gen, or not next-gen, but like a, a step up from Fallout 4. Oh, man. If it hits the right spots for me, this this is going to be a huge game. For me, anyway. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's a bit bit of a dangerous one to put up there because who knows? Who knows how that's going to... Well, well, the nice thing is we'll know soon enough, which is nice. Yeah, you know, true. it's not next fall or something. Uh, yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad it's coming soon. Yes. Uh, but oof, who knows? That that may, that might be one I regret putting up there in a year's time. And number one is Remember, obviously Cyberpunk. No explanation needed. The Witcher 3 was the best RPG I've ever played, the best world building and quest system I've ever played in an RPG. Uh, and they're taking it to sci-fi, which is my favorite setting. And the world looked amazing yeah. in the trailer. People who have played the game say it's amazing. I don't feel like you could hype this game up enough. I don't think it's going to ruin the game at all. This this game's going to be fucking insane. And I need it right yeah. now. It might be the best game ever, or it might just be an <laughs> incredible game. I, I, I This cyberpunk, man. Cyberpunk. <laughs> Jesus I was just going to say, <laughs> regarding you regretting things. I, I know you're bringing up Little Big Planet 3, and I don't want to hear about Little it. Little Big Planet 3. <laughs> it was like your number one or number two. Number three. Three on the list, I believe. Or number two. It's it's captured in the recording. I'm like, you do realize Media Molecule is not making this game. <laughs> I've never Aww. heard you die so fast. I was like, I was like, I was like ah, oh, right. Uh, Man, I love Media Molecule. I wish I could, I wish I could yeah, have Yeah, where's Dreams at? What the fuck, Yeah, dude? I would have definitely yeah, put Dreams like low down on my list, around like six or seven. Because Dreams looks awesome. I love Media. I love what they I do. I want Dreams so bad. Yeah, Ben? Uh, want to give four special mentions? Oh, good. Uh, to Dreams. Oh, okay. 
want to give a special mention to Tunic. Yeah, people, people yeah, seem Tunic really excited nice. about that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, it, I, that carries a little bit more weight to me because it's being developed in Halifax, Nova yeah, Scotia, Canada. Yeah, made by one dude in Halifax, yeah. Yeah, which is fucking wild. I uh, want to give a special shout-out to Kids, Kids. Uh, which is a Double Fine production. Ooh. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did yeah, I'm really interested, really interested by that. I did not see that. And, and uh, I want to give a shout-out to Death Stranding. Okay. It did not make my top ten list. Uh, number ten actually, I was, is... Sorry, I was just going to Google kids, but I'm decided not to do that, actually. Sure. Uh, number ten is... Yeah, sorry, go on. <laughs> <laughs> number ten is Metro Exodus. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, come, come, come. Yeah, it looks, it looks <laughs> tremendous. I love the... Uh, that open world that they showed off in the the trailer, that open space, that's just a level too. So yeah. I'm very interested. Based on the format uh, that 2033 has of really telling a small story in each uh, level or or in each chapter or whatever, uh, the fact that they're giving an open space like that for each chapter to take place is very interesting. I think there's going to be a lot of flavor, a lot of uh, a lot of things to do. So it looks really really good, and I'm, I'm I am excited for it. Yeah, I wonder how many of those big areas are going to end up in there. Probably, I have to imagine like three or four, maybe five. Yeah. They showed off like a, there's. Hmm. They showed off a good few in that trailer, so it was like. That was all one. Areas. That was all taken from one area. Oh fuck! Because like that whole oh, trailer shit. was just from one. Yeah, even level. if there's like if yeah. there's five of those areas, then like I have to imagine there's at least years. one one per season because they've said there's going to be all four seasons in the game because it takes place over a year. Anyway, yeah, very cool. That game, mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> number nine uh, is control cool uh really really impressed by it um i think that that's the game i think about when i said during our predictions e3 podcast about i feel like there's going to be a game that blows us away that we don't know anything about yet and control mm. is the game i associate with that cool. you could make an argument for you can make an argument for cyberpunk but we knew that sure. game existed yeah, we didn't yeah. know control existed and i think it really blew it blew my socks off i, I feel like you guys share that sentiment as well so yeah uh number eight is my friend pedro my my friend Pedro. Yeah, that game looks which fun. Is kind of hard to say, but yeah, it really does. Looks uh, accessible. Looks delicious. Looks uh, fun. Looks well thought out. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm definitely looking forward to to giving that a go. Uh, my number seven is Tetris Effect. Yeah. Very very uh, excited. I love Tetris. Tetris. I played. It's perfect perfect video game. <laughs> yeah, it is the perfect Tetris. Is the perfect video game. Uh, and yeah, I just I'm excited for I'm excited for something brand new and uh, throw some good music in there and I'm yeah, yeah. I think it's I think it's gonna be really really tasty. Uh, number six is Doom Eternal. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Of course, uh, despite the fact that we didn't see any gameplay, uh, just you know if if it's Doom, it's Doom, and that's all that's all I need. Like it's all you I know it's all you boys need. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five is Mario Party. <laughs> cool. All right. All right. Uh, Nintendo yeah, needs some I, love in this uh, podcast. Yeah, I if there's one game that I think can really move switches this holiday besides Smash, it's well of course it's going to be first party, yeah. but Mario Party is a game that just screams perfect for the Switch. So it's just I'm excited to play that with the, with my friends. Yeah, I'll and, probably be grabbing it. Yes. So. Yeah, I just I, I I think about the fun times to be had with that game and, and I am looking forward to them. I hope there's online play as well. Mm-hmm. It'd be really really great. Uh, number four on my list is Rage Two. Oh, great! Yeah, I uh, yeah I like the style. I like the gunplay. Uh, I think the like the dashing is cool, and I think it looks good. And I like the vehicle traversal and the vehicle combat. And I think it's just I think it's got a lot of great pieces. And 
it's a game that just I want to play. I don't know why, but mm-hmm. I, th- I I want to play that game right now. And uh, like there are other games that look better than it, but all in all, as a total package, it's a game that I want to play. Yeah. relatively. We soon. don't have yeah. enough uh, first person open world shooters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially so, like, ones that are like more action oriented. Yeah, exactly. Not, so I'm not I'm, really much of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that was number eleven on my list. It was. Oh, really? Yeah. Yes. I ordered my top 15, and that was number 11. So, anyways. Mm-hmm. That looks cool. Number three on my list is Cyberpunk 2077. Mm-hmm. Really excited for the game. Watched the trailer a trillion times. Looks amazing. Uh, I hope I can take it on. <laughs> I, <laughs> I am worried. My biggest fear is that I will not finish it. Uh, but, you know, I am... Optimistic. It's funny how you <laughs> devoured MGS5 like 60 hours in like a week. Yeah. And then like other things. Yeah. Uh, personal taste. Yeah, I, know, I know. I know. You're absolutely right. So, but your three you sort of like poked at a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm, I'm looking okay. forward. I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk. Um, I'm looking forward <laughs> to seeing more on it. Uh, and uh, yeah. Yeah. That's all I got for that. Excellent. Number two is Trials Rising. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I want that game so bad. (laughs) Like, I am frustrated that we've got to wait another nine months for it or so. I think it's a bit ridiculous because they know the formula and they have the engine and it doesn't need that much work. But alas, here we are and I will patiently wait for it. Um, And the number one game on my list is Fallout 76. Ooh, baby! Wow. (laughs) Yep. That game, uh, uh, that game really knocked my socks off. After I, uh, after we watched the Bethesda conference, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like, a uh, Fallout game is gonna be my most anticipated oh game boy. of the year. I, I am so uh, down to go ham on that game with you, Ben, because I'll yeah. be doing streams on it and I'll be doing Defend the House content on it heavy as well. And that's just it. Like, like you, like you touched on, and, and kind of like the kind of the way I, I want to believe what they want hmm. uh, is is a is a sea of thieves like role playing where the player can truly like it's not about um pvp at the forefront yes it's about coexisting experience i think that was the most cooperative important thing most important takeaway from the no clip is they were more they pushed more the like the theme of the player interactions and they were like we don't want to push pvp and they were talking about events which need multiple people and cooperation Kind of like how we've seen yep. in the Sea of Thieves updates, and I think the Sea of the Sea of Thieves updates, or at least the one that we played, is real a real testament that people, if you don't give people incentive to kill each other and you give them incentive to not kill each other, they won't kill each other. You know, yep. people want to progress in games and they want rewards, and if you put that behind working together, people aren't gonna you know grief. There will be griefers, but they will be rare. Precisely. Yeah. So I uh, I'm really excited about that game. Uh, just with everything that's going into it and the setting and the size of the world and the things to do. And yeah, I'm just, oh, yeah, I, I'm I looking forward to something sex. Yeah. I worry that like, you know, we'll do like most disappointing oh, in please. early 2018, no, 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 no. but uh, like, uh, yeah, like I said, they've got a good track. Record, they do. Right? Like they do. I mean, yeah, yeah so I, the, the no clip thing was really good for, especially the, all the ways in which they seem to be, uh, building like anti griefing yeah. into yeah. the game. Which is good, because uh, I yeah I'm with you. Especially want- when especially when they're gonna have fucking they're gonna show you where the players are on the mini map. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, maybe the beta about. comes around and people don't like it, and that gets changed. 
We'll see. Yeah. yeah. Or who knows? Maybe follow players are all like fun role players or something. Yeah, like that. and that's that, part of me wants to think that they are. Like part of yeah. me wants to think that that's what the audience or that's what the the player base has always yeah, been. Yeah, true. Like the core yeah. audience aren't going to be PvP people. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Totally. They're going to be role playing yeah. weirdos. I don't know. I have <laughs> before we close this off. I have one more question that I, I'm actually interested in. I want you guys to scroll through the list. And I want you to name the game that you would least like to play that is in a genre that you usually or have partaken in in the past. All right. And then Ben also has a a little dunking to it, it sounds like. And this might might come into it. So basically, for you, Ben, no JRPGs, because you don't dabble in that genre. And me and Jameson can't say, like, FIFA, because we don't dabble in the genre. Is that... I would limit yeah. myself to a shooter of some kind, I would so say. So stuff that you usually play, yeah. the game you least want to play. Because I was scrolling through while you were saying your uh, list, and I found mine. <laughs> Alright, what's yours while we look? <laughs> oh, wait, I've already, I've, I don't know the fucking name of this stupid game. Yeah, the I think, game I would... I think I have mine. First of all, do you want to guess mine? Uh, it's on this list, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Twin Mirror. <laughs> no. I I I want to guess it. I think I know what it is, but I don't want to say it because I want to just fucking wreck that game the, the, later. The so game I, I couldn't give just let you go. With the game it. I would least like to play ever is the awesome adventures of Captain Spirit, which, which <laughs> yeah. is the fucking <laughs> yep, life is strange kid yep. thing where his dad probably abuses him, and I just couldn't. Yeah, couldn't. You couldn't pay me to that play that game. That is my. Yeah, spoilers. That is that is my worst game of show. <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> yes. Thank God. That, Respect. That game. Yeah, fuck looks off. Building a abs- life is strange universe. Fuck off. Like, I, I don't be a sad yeah. kid. Jesus Christ. I got past that part in life. I don't want to go back to it. Yeah. Oh, also, Concrete Genie. Shout out to that. Not for being a bad game, but I just completely uh, yeah, missed it. Yeah. Right. That game looks Quick great. shout out to that. But anyway, back onto back onto the loser of the show, the game you would least like to play in a genre you usually yeah. don't hate. In a genre I usually don't yeah. hate. I just said that so <laughs> I, you wouldn't pick I'll, FIFA, I'll, I'll, Jameson, and Ben wouldn't pick yeah, a JRPG. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I got. Uh, I think I have one that kind of kind of goes counter against my typical uh, stream, mm-hmm. which would be uh, I could not give a single fuck <laughs> about We Happy Few. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's Man, I don't. I mean, like the the first time we saw that game. Yeah, sure, interesting, but fuck me, it just looks a little boring <laughs> as hell. God Almighty, it's, it's it's gone from something that was an interesting concept that I feel like it's going to be very streamlined. Where now every time I see it, I'm like, oh, this game would be really good if you woke up every morning and like you could either take your joy or not, and then a bunch of shit happens, and then that kind of breaks you a little bit, and then the next day, it's like, I'm gonna take that joy this time? And you can or you don't, and then another day happens, and then the next day happens, like, mm, you're really gonna take it this? And so, but I know the game's not gonna be that, it's gonna be fucking dumb and pseudo-meta, <laughs> and think it's really progressive and cool yes. and thought-provoking. That's and the hate shit. flow! So I, I could really give a fuck about We Happy Few. Also, uh, yeah, I'll just say that. That's I'm enjoying this. Because we're, we're very positive. We're, we're hashtag positive, optimistic, wholesome gamer boys. None yeah. of that shitting on things. So every now and then it's good to, you know. What's yours, Jameson? I would say I'm medium on this one, and then I'll go on the one that I really don't want. Medi- I'm very 
fucking not interested in the division two. Oh, wow <laughs> yeah. okay i did not expect that i either. thought like when they announced it, it was like hell yeah division two and then they were talking about like end game and like great you know they're gonna support it but like it just you gotta sleep the more i think about it the more i think like i just don't know if i actually like the division that much like yeah. Like, I liked The Division. Like I said, you know, it was good at the time, and it's comfy, and I'll probably still play it and, like, get through, you know, the campaign or whatever. Yeah, but, but Destiny like, I just... and Anthem are going to be comfy as well. Exactly. And I like those games. Um, but the one I really just don't fucking want to see anything of is Days Gone. Oh, I just, really? Yeah. I yeah. just don't give a fuck about that game. Everything about it looks so corny and cliched, and, like, that guy with, like... Pain carved into his forehead or whatever. Yeah, it it and really like, is a shame that it's coming up alongside Last of Us Two. Like it has no hope of doing anything yeah. close to Last of Us Two. It just looks so out of place in Sony's first party. Like they've got such quality games and they're like interesting. And this is just like it's an open world zombie game that looks kind of like just bland and a little like a yeah. little embarrassing. I, I just yeah. I don't want to play that game. <laughs> I, I just... I mean, yeah, I'll also echo that fucking Life is Strange thing <laughs> and the Twin Mirror, which is another oh. game from Don't Nod. Like, I... Yeah, fuck that. They're, the people that, like, just the, the... The the ways in which people revere Life is Strange blows my mind. Like, I just don't yeah. understand. No, this, this game sucks. Um, Good music. I like the yeah. music they use a lot. I would say those... Days Gone is probably... I mean, also... Well, yeah, I was going to say, no, right? It has to be limited to things that are potentially interesting, mm -hmm. right? I was going to say, fuck off, yeah. Kingdom Hearts. I never want to see you again. Yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? Yeah, but also, um, Skull and Bones. <gasps> I love what? Pirates. Oh, I love wow. Pirates. I love Pirates. And this everything they showed was just like, I I don't give a shit. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Um. <clears throat> But yeah, I would say Days Gone is probably number one of the big... Like, yeah. th that could be potentially a game I'm interested in, but like, nah. Boys. Ben, you wanted to do a little dunking before we ended it? I don't have what? to do much. Boys, five of the eight games that were on my list here were brought up. Actually, one, two, three, four, five, five of the eight games oh. I had on my dunk list. You guys brought up? They were brought right. up in this. Uh, the games that were brought up. Uh, Division, yeah, Days Gone, We Happy Few is uh, the third shit game that I don't want anything to do with. Uh, K Kingdom Hearts Three was the second game. I can't wait to force you guys second. to listen to me talk about that game. Nah, I'll lock you in the brig. And number one is, of course, The Incredible Adventures of Captain Spirit, which just shouldn't. <laughs> I don't understand. I just don't understand it. Um, oh honorable mentions going out to. Uh, Days Gone, Division, uh, Assassin's Creed could have fucked uh, off. Yeah, yeah. that's bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then these two, you know what? Gonna be controversial, but someone's gotta say it. I don't give. A f I don't really give a fuck about Anthem, gang. Okay, that's, that's fair. fair. That's yeah. fine. And uh, you were very sour on it last year for no reason. You punk. Yeah. Yep, and I super Just, don't give a fuck about the three Gears of War games. <laughs> that's that's, that's fair. fair. That's just like they're just gonna be the same. I mean, do you pay? Do you pay Gears, Gears Not 4? Funko Pop. How can that be the same? It's what gonna be hell? a it's gonna be a mobile collector. What if it's Pop like Funko what if it's trader. like Hitman Go or something, and it's like a cool. Yeah. 
Nah, dog. I mean, I, I know. I'm. I'm just. You're, I like that you were. I like that you were going for something, trying to find something there. But no. I mean, yeah. They didn't show. To be fair, they didn't show anything of the Funko. Yeah. Game. They just said Funko Gears, which is a pretty bad thing to say on an E3 stage. And that's what I was, uh, what, and Jameson, the thing you're trying to do is you're trying to put weight into Funko Gears as to try and validate it in its, its existence. And I don't think anyone's going to be able to do that. Not no, Phil Spencer. I, I mean. I Not watched Mr. Phil Spencer Funko. laugh at the Giant Bomb interview where, when they brought up Gears Funko. Like, he almost did a spit take yeah. at how ridiculous it is. It like, he can't even keep his straight The face. reveal was great, though. I love the reveal. <laughs> it was. It was a good troll. Yeah. Uh, fuck off Funko Pop, though. They're so bad. <laughs> it's it's going to be a new genre like the Lego games. No, yeah. Joe. Fuck you. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. No, no, the Lego no, no, games no. or like Disney Infinity. It's gonna be fucking, you know. Yeah, that uh, that Starlink game has shit like that. I saw it on the Switch, and you fucking connect. Yeah, Starlink yeah. is a like Toys to Life for kids thing. Yeah, yeah. Look, not, not for me. It looked actually kind of neat interesting. though. No, I didn't. No, it didn't look. It could have been stupid, and it didn't look stupid. But that's yeah. all I'm gonna say about that. Is what there any other? And is that it? Is that all of them? I think so. Okay. I'm, I'm done. Well, great. Yeah. Fuck video games, I guess. Jesus. We're so negative, wow. man. All right. Let's end this. Yeah. This was way good, longer good, than anticipated. Good E3. Uh, the shows, it shows was. were fucking mostly terrible. God, yeah. e- EA but sucked. The games were good. Square Enix lost yeah. half theirs. Nintendo. Uh, Sony wasted 20 minutes of our time. Nintendo didn't show up. Uh, and Microsoft was good. And Ubisoft, yeah. Ubisoft were, were, were at least charming, even though I didn't give a shit about that lineup. So bad shows, good yeah. games is my too long didn't watch. Yeah. I would say like coming out of it, it's the most I've been excited for like the next 18 months of games in a very long time. Mm. Uh, yeah. Good E3. Yeah. Um, if you, uh, what did you folks enjoy about E3? Uh, remember, if you want to go back and watch any of the conferences, are they on our? Are they on the Facebook page? Yep. Ours. Yep. They're archived. Yeah, archived. Uh, and you wanted to get our live reactions, taste them. Make sure you go back through the Facebook and, and you should uh, go to about two hours, an hour fifty into the Microsoft show and hear Joe make some very interesting mm-hmm. noises when Cyberpunk oh, yeah. gets revealed. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they came and from. And me <laughs> swear a lot over how good it looked. Yeah, that was. There's some good noises coming out of Joe during that. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting the outro. No, no, that's good. No, uh, <laughs> if you want to hear Joe just get real, just gruntle about some mm. about some uh, cyber people, go ahead and uh, check out the Microsoft stream <laughs> and, and all the other E3 streams as well. And get our takes and, and everything that happened in there. Make sure you're following us on Twitter, Twitter.com/slash/DefendTheHouse. And please, I'm ba- I'm I'm on my hands and knees. Join the Discord. D- download Discord. It's free. It's Skype for gamers, and just, like, it's easy as hell. Discord, discord.gg slash defend the house. Get on in there. Chat with us. Uh, yeah, make sure you hit that like button, too, I guess. Only join the Discord if you're going to post hot memes. Yes. Only join the Discord if you're going to put and no, and good ones. Like, not, no, don't want to see, like, the... 10 out of 10 memes or... or yeah, don't want, the, don't want the butterfly hand guy. Don't yeah. want jealous boy girlfriend whatever yeah. we were innovators uh-huh. okay yeah. top tier we're on the not enough edge. e3 memes please bring the e3 memes yeah too we're many geog too many geography memes yeah too way too, too many, many european like, culture geography. memes i don't understand a, a yeah. lot of 1800s <laughs> i mean that's, that's bad yeah. european <laughs> memes that's bad he always posts this <laughs> 
He just loves the. Okay, maybe the meme channel is garbage. I don't know. I'm turning a corner here. I'm putting it down back there in the community until it's. I will. I'll make an announcement in the in the Discord. Step up your meme game, people. Come on. I'll add everyone to just so they know. Let's end this. That's it. Thanks for joining us. For James and Joe, we'll see you. Very soon. Later. Bye-bye. No, don't say don't say very soon. No, 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 no. See Too many podcasts see in, in three de- weeks. I'll see you in December. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> yes, that's more like it. Perfect. <laughs>